Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, a man, a Garcia. Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to the first true full football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930, of course, online pr927fm.com and we want to talk to you on this friday how you feeling about ecu marshall how you feeling about your favorite nfl team about to get underway unless you're a chiefs or lions fan how you feeling about your fantasy team we'll talk about it all on today's edition of pirate radio live coming up on today's show we got brian north joining us to get you ready for your packed football weekend we'll talk high school college and nfl with north we got tony dunn from carolinacatchronicles.com to break down week one we will make our week one nfl picks got that coming up also mark greenheld's golf shop radio show we'll ask him what the hell happened to his clemson tigers uh, uh, earlier this week on monday is the season over we'll talk about that and his patriots coming up later on in the show morgan Taylor's going to join us. Got the high school huddle coming up tonight at 6 o'clock. And our buddy Wager McGee with his week two college football picks. We got all that on tap. We got Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, the big dog Glenn Griffin, and you. And joining us to kick off today's show, getting ready for the home opener coming up 4 o'clock Saturday, Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. J.J. McLam joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. J.J., how you doing, man? Good, good. How you doing, sir? Hey, doing good. And uh, JJ, uh, we got uh, the word earlier today. The the I guess the heat advisory plan in place for Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. So, what all does that entail, JJ? What does that mean? Yeah, we've uh, we've been monitoring the weather all week uh, with all of our emergency management uh, staff here on campus and and working with our national weather folks. And you know, with where the uh, heat index is uh, projected to be right now for tomorrow at you know, about 85 is where the heat index with temperature is in the 90s. Uh, we have activated our heat management plan. And, you know, what that calls for is increased uh, EMS personnel that will be on, on uh, at the game force. We've added some cooling tents to the concourses uh, and some cooling zones that are up in the uh, upper deck up there on that concourse of there. And then uh, we've increased our uh, water uh, count at the stadium, and then uh, our uh, concessionaires, uh, working with Airmark Sports and Entertainment, we have added additional uh, water and soda kiosks on the concourse uh, as we're preparing for it. But, uh, you know, Clip, what we really need to focus on our fans is, is kind of what I hit on the show earlier this week is uh, come early, get on in the stadium early, uh, start your hydration now. Uh, we're all knowing that it's going to be hot this afternoon and tomorrow, and you know, start preparing today. Drink plenty of water, plenty of Gatorade and fluids, and uh, get those electrolytes in you. All right, just like the team, just like Mike Houston said when we talked to him Wednesday afternoon, make sure you're you're getting your fluids and you're ready to go for game day at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. So just to, to be clear and clarify, J.J., 
fans are not allowed to bring in an unopened bottle of water on Saturday? Yes, that is correct, Clip. Uh, and, you know, that has not been a part of our uh, heat management plan. And, uh, you know, but we feel very confident in our plan, our process, and uh, and working with our folks around the stadium. And, uh, you know, we will be prepared. All right. Uh, and once again, J.J., you went over all this the other day, but uh, what time do the tailgate lots open on Saturday? Uh, 10, 10 a.m. tomorrow, uh, our parking lot's open, which is six hours prior. So uh, for the fans that want to come out and don't want to uh, worry about setting up their own tailgates, you can uh, come into the Carl and Connie Rogers area and enjoy uh, TVs, refreshments, and uh, from our concessions and adult beverages and water, and and you know tailgate in and out of that area there. But uh, 10 a.m. for our lots, and then gates open at 2 p.m. two hours prior, and uh, and then the kickoff is at 4:02 tomorrow. All right, JJ, anything else uh, before we let you run? No, I really appreciate it, guys. And all I could uh, encourage the uh, Hollow Pirate Nation is to come, come early, and uh, and start your hydration process today. All right, there you go. JJ McLam joining us. JJ, uh, good luck tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, thanks, guys. All right, there is JJ McLam joining us. So there are extra procedures put into place at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Uh, increase in EMS equipment and personnel to cooling fans available in the upper concourse of the stadium, increased amounts of bottled water for service groups working the game, increase uh, in cold bottle drink inventory, including water at the concession stands, two air-conditioned cooling stations on the lower concourse, additional water and soda kiosks uh, around the stadium, two additional two-person EMS teams working the cooling stations ah but that does not include bringing an unopened bottle of water into the game so uh, i know that's what a lot of folks were asking about and uh apparently that is not going to be allowed so there you go uh why i do not know uh but that is the procedure russ says clip do i need to come early yes you need to go to the game early and russ is ready to rage russ has been ready to rage for a long time he's going to be raging on friday let's check out the chat real quick a lot of folks uh chiming in early ray farrell is styling and profiling into this chat and adds a rick flair woo rick flair woo jerry says hello pirate radio live hello jerry hope you're doing well Um, there you go tyler is smashing the like from greenville today let's get rowdy and dowdy i'm excited to get rowdy in dowdy ficklin stadium on saturday skip is in the house steve says hfmfs happy friday to you my friend um and jamie says that's bs plus dangerous they just want you to buy more water well of course they want you to spend money at dowdy ficklin stadium but yeah um hey I, from what i'm told people have been like sneaking in airplane bottles to football games since 1943 <laughs> don't do that because you could get in trouble you could go to jail get arrested your whole life could be ruined but some people have what did you just say off mic chandler did you just uh did you chandler honeycutt's here hey chandler you're painting it purple on this I, Friday. It's painted purple Friday, baby. Um, I don't mean to throw her under the bus. Mm-hmm. But. Can I throw my mom under the bus? You mind? <laughs> Sounds like you're about to. I, why are you asking me if I mind if I throw if you Because you mom and my mom have a good relationship. And I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Well, if your mom and, minds, and like, you're my work mom, so. 
Well, if your mom minds, I'll know about it. That's for sure. She used to do it. <laughs> she'll she'll do message what? me. What you just said? Sneak airplane bottles into the game? Yes. Wow. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on sneaking airplane bottles into Dowdy Fulcan Stadium? And now the FBI is raiding my mom's restaurant. Can I, can I, can I ask you a question? Because this is kind of, because uh, I have a story. What is cool, neat the craziest place you've ever snuck something into? Not not what you snuck in, but the place, the the venue. All right, just off the top of my head, my venues would be Daddy Ficklin Stadium, Minji's Coliseum, the airport. Whoa, that's a national security crisis. I, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, want the TSA calling me here. Um, probably Daddy Ficklin Stadium. Yeah, I don't know. I had a friend who I went to the movies with. We were watching the it was like one of the bond movies had just come out so it was like five or six of us we were watching the movie and she goes i'm hungry i'm like okay well you know concessions is right outside the door no 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 nah. she called a local pizza delivery place <laughs> told them where the exit door was the emergency exit door yeah. at the bottom of the theater because we were kind of midway up that person texted her when she, when he arrived. She walked down there, opened the door, got the pizza, walked back up, sat down next to us, threw open the box, and said, "Who wants a slice?" The door, Never seen that happen before in my entire life. The alarm didn't go off. The alarm did not go off, and even better, I hear a little shh behind me. And I look, and one of my other friends had brought a six-pack of Corona and a Ziploc bag with limes and a knife in it, and somehow... A knife? A knife. A knife? A knife. It's a knife. Sliced up a couple of limes. Not only did you have pizza, but you had a beverage in, you know, and and all of that was in said theater. And if you needed a package open, you had the knife. Sure. But I, I thought, you know, when we were talking about sneaking things into <laughs> venues, I'm thinking that might be the 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 best one I've ever seen and in two, person. And people thought I just had giant man boobs, but I pulled two cantaloupes out of my shirt, <laughs> and we ate a little we had a little fruit salad, a little sugar on it, yeah, a little, little dessert salt. on the side, you know. But um, and don't ask me where I got the banana from. Hey, nice cantaloupes, yeah. bud. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, I just thought that was kind of interesting. What an interesting John, topic. John Moody uh, says, I think we are getting ready to have Watergate 2023. Oh, boy. All right. Let's not have a problem right, dude, before calm we have down, a problem. Bro. Just be, just just be, like the people that are like complaining about the people that are not going to be at Daddy uh, Fitness uh, Stadium. Just on be smart. Let's not go hydrate. into it. That's it. Already like dreading it. It's a football game. Let's go have fun at the football game. I understand. I Personally, I think you should be able to take a freaking unopened bottle of water into the stadium, but JJ says you can't. Um, and those are them's the rules. But um, yeah, Susan and now so, uh, Susan on on Facebook says spoke directly to the ECU ticket office. Was told an unopened bottle of water was allowed. Oh boy! Oh gosh! <laughs> I'm look here we go. I just did an interview on the air with J.J. McClam. I'm going by what he said. Don't one, shoot one of the, the top dogs. Don't shoot the messenger. If there's... Yeah, I don't know. 
it sounds like a mess somebody's losing their job <laughs> nobody's losing a job all right everybody Sorry. calm down i'm jumping the gun i'm excited for a football game tomorrow are we at least excited about that you know what i'm excited Marshall. about what 12 o'clock why the bud light pregame tailgate is back on the air yes it is we will be here four hours taking you up to the kickoff and after the game the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show russ says everybody needs to rage more and quit complaining russ my gosh dude i mean i i'm i'm, I'm fine with it. I, I need the definition of rage before i say i'm in though. i guess he's talking about our awesome sponsor from last year i don't think he's talking about that at all oh uh, you don't the rage so? room no i think he's just excited to go rage at a football game i don't think he's going i mean i might be wrong maybe he is going to the rage room i don't know i think he just wants to rage though rage yeah sure uh john says hey clip uh john where were you last saturday on the u.s sailor fifth quarter wait did john call no john didn't call john come, john who come on guys yeah he did he, yes he did because i think he said no, he didn't, did he? I'm, Come on, guys. Shirley, did John call in? No, because... Was John from Wilmington on the show He would have said, Shirley, my girl Shirley needs, needs a, a raise. So I don't think he called in. He didn't call in to talk about his crappy Broncos. How about the Broncos? I don't think he called in. John, you better call in tomorrow. I had the Broncos losing, by the way. Uh, he said he listened. Come on, guy. Jamie says, I'm excited to sit down on my butt. And he says that from the Pirate Radio couch. How you doing, sir? Good to see you. Uh, we've got a live studio audience here today uh, on Pirate Radio Live. John Moody is ready to tune. Gonna be tuned in. Tuned. He's gonna tune out all the negativity. Know to get punched in the nose. He said, "I'm ready to tune out all the negativity and get ready for this big ball game." No, I didn't get punched in the nose. No, I didn't get punched in the nose russ wants to rage and he wants us to play the mike houston excitement time clip excitement time we are taking requests excitement time there it is i would uh, i was gonna request can we play a clip with name redacted in it Ugh. what do y'all say Ugh. Shirley, there is a clip and i don't know if it's i think it's in the sports bar folder and it's either big ball game or i think it's big ball. <laughs> we have a big ball game mashup where me and name redacted just kept saying big ball game big during ball a segment game. can you see if you can find that because tomorrow is a big ball game it's huge you had it circled on your uh Steven big ball game today uh how you feel about this big ball game you know it's just the uh it's just a big ball game at the end of the day it's a uh, high stakes big ball game all those things you said makes today a big ball game when you look at a big ball game like this does uconn have the advantage uh, in anywhere uh, in tonight's big ball game. It, it was interesting to break down such a big ball game. Two evenly matched teams <laughs> creates for a big ball game. I think this is a a big game for Holt Nailers. Big ball game. You should be able to get enough stops to kind of win by a couple scores in this big big ball game. Also a big ball game tonight, I go, because it's senior night. I go big ball game tonight for Nate Harvey. Big ball game for him to go out on top. Appreciate everybody tuning in to us today, including Steve. Uh, Steve Hill on Twitter says, what a fantastic pregame show hosted by Clip. Big ball game, Brock. Big ball game uh, coming up tonight in Orlando as well. Boy, we're talking a lot of big ball games here in a short amount of time. I don't know how much it can handle this. Every week for UCF is a big ball game, and they continue to stack these big ball games on top of big ball games. And uh, 
keep on winning these big ball games, and I think that continues tonight with another big ball game win. Have yourself a big ball game at tonight's big ball game. I'll do that and watch them. Uh, Thanksgiving big ball game. Did y'all have a bet like who could do the over under on how many big ball games you could get into one segment? Well, we just it's a big ball game. We want to talk about the big ball game. You'd probably agree this is a big ball game. And it's a big ball game. We've been talking about it all week out of practice. <laughs> big ball game. Big ball game, man. There's no bigger ball game than the game that you're playing today. A lot more to get to on this big ball game tonight after this. Big ball game. Big ball game. I mean, speaking of big ball games. There's one tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Yeah. ECU Marshall. The biggest. Uh, it's a, Is it a swing game? Is it a a must-win game? Is it a – I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. But I have been fired up for this, uh, this ECU Marshall game for a while. Um, let's see. Tommy, why doesn't ECU use the September heat to cook our opponents each season? ECU wear a lot of white, and wear we, a lot of white. We force the opponent to wear dark colors. I just don't understand why we go all purple during a heat advisory. Oh my God, why? <laughs> what people don't realize is we have four ACC schools in the state. That is, yes. that, that is true. I love. I've that. never realized that. that board right there is just full of great <laughs> sounds. Just name, just pick a random one. Go ahead. Hashtag a hole. <laughs> That is Bob Lee from ESPN, by the Shut way. Up. Guys. I don't want your life. Guys. I don't, I don't want, want your life. I don't want this to turn into the complaining hour. The bitch and moan hour. Sense. All right. Can we all... Can we, it's football season's here. It's here. And we're crying And the Lions just beat the Chiefs last night. Stop crying and whining about stuff. Can we go ahead and just put a stamp on today and make it a positive Friday? Can we go ahead and just knock out the negativity, please? You might as well. Because after the Panthers lose and the Commanders oh, lose. shut up. And the Pirates go 0-2. Oh, gonna, shut there's up. There's not going to be anything to be positive about. Bird up. Bird up. It's going to be just all negativity. Oh, man. Don't say that, man. I, I, don't I, say that. I live in reality. I don't know what kind you of. You had me at the Panthers losing and then you said 0-2 for ECU? Come on, bro. Just saying. You got to prepare for all outcomes. That will be the worst Monday of all Mondays. Mm, how about a Monday? Ugh. Russ is excited about everything. Thank rage. you, Russ. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. You, you didn't say anything about rage? You've had the right attitude. Jamie says, Russ also said, Clip, you look pretty today. Thank you. Them ugly babies, I just got to make them pretty. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Shirley. Good one. That was good. That was oh, good. man. Oh, Rick Smith. By the way, Rick Smith uh, at the J.H. Rose game last night. Did y'all see that? Yep. He's like, oh, wow. These young boys can play some defense out here. Michael Winstead's got the idea. Oh, are you doing a Rick Smith? I have my I headphones was, off. I'm, but I'm done with it. All right. Uh, Michael Winstead said, can we get some glory hole? Glory hole. There it was. Right, right there in the middle of it. Right there in the middle of it. I want me some glory hole. Right. I can't tell you how many times in my life when I have had it handed to me. Resiliency. So, are you ready, Pirate fans? Uh, yeah, we're ready, Friday. baby. <laughs> yes, we what? are ready. I don't know what just happened oh, what there. What is happening? What we are, happened? We are ready for tomorrow. Oh, Did y'all oh, see, I see the story happened. about the uh, the Jerry Jones AI at the the star, the thing in Dallas? The AI thing, yeah. 
And then I said, I wish they could ask him about the glory hole days. So, like, you can ask Jerry Jones questions and Robot Jerry will answer? Yeah. All right, big dogs coming in. We have gone too far as a society when it comes to technology. By the way, stuff. the commercial that just ran uh, unexpectedly was a free boot commercial. A what? A free boot commercial. Uh-huh. Uh, coming up tonight, free boot uh, across the street from the Pirate Radio Studios. So the first one of the year going to be a lot of fun. Melissa on Facebook asking, can we bring bottles of water into the game like in the past? No. No, no you cannot. According no, no, to no, 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 no. Thank you for asking. if you asking. do, you will be punished. Relax. The answer is no. You were talking about the AI Jerry thing. Yeah. How do we turn that dial up to late night Jerry? Like liquored up Jerry? That's what I want. I want the full liquored. I want full the full experience where I get to meet a virtual Jerry I'm, I'm, in a elevator at the Road Teams Hotel. That's what I would like. And there it was, right there in the middle of it. I don't know. I just think that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life, though. If there was a virtual Dan Snyder that you could go fight, (laughs) (laughs) would you do it? (laughs) That would be pretty fun, actually. That's what I thought. I was like, they're missing the the thing here. People don't want to talk to these people. They want to fight them. Give me a virtual Jerry Jones that I can beat up. That's what I need. Yeah. Yes, a yeah. virtual Dan Snyder that you could you could you could cross off a few yeah, times. Yeah, but I watch Westworld. I know how that ends. That ends with virtual Snyder, virtual uh, Jerry killing us all. They virtual craft. They would be two very evil robots. Yeah, virtual uh, Ursay. Could you imagine virtual Ursay? He is virtual. <laughs> That's the problem. He's we, transcended this plane. We don't need <laughs> we don't need that in the world. That is dangerous. It is very dangerous. The robots take over. All right. Um, anything else? We need to get to Brian North. Let's take a break. All it right. did remind me of the um, Righteous Gemstone skit. Are they bringing the mama back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they freak out and like, turn it off, turn it off. And yeah. I just thought the same thing. I was like, where is where is Jerry's family at and all this? Who want, Jerry Jones is still alive, by the way, we think. I don't know anymore, man. And <laughs> we could have been dealing with virtual Jerry this entire time. You never truly know. You don't know. If uh you know, if, if what you're seeing is reality anymore. I've known for a long time that you can't trust NFL owners, but when I really knew it is when if the Rona was popping and Jerry was out there on his boat, his super villain yacht in the middle of nowhere doing the NFL draft via Zoom. You're talking about Jerry or Snyder? That was Jerry. Okay, because uh, Snyder was also on a on an a super villain yacht. on a boat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we return, Brian North joins us to talk some high school, college, and NFL. We will do that when we return. Pirate Radio Live here on a football free beer Friday. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself 
when you can be a pirate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a football Friday. Oh, my God. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody's talking about water. Jerry says maybe they can reboot the water boy where Bobby Boucher gets cut from ECU. The players are going to have water. There's going to be water available at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Some high quality There H2O. is going to be water. 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 How do you say water? Water. You don't say water. Isn't that like a uh, Philly thing? Water. What? You say water. W- water. How do you say oh? <laughs> Not like you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that sounds Do more you, like an exclamation point than anything. Oh. Uh, uh, Michelle said. Michelle. Well, 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 my Michelle. She, uh, I forgot about a movie theater. Like when I was thinking, I was only going sporting events, but uh, Chick fil A and adult juice boxes into a movie theater. Snuck a lot of stuff into a movie theater. Oh, she did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody called the police. Mm hmm. Joe wants to hear the Steve Logan clip. You go for it every time. I know we have that as a liner. I don't know where we have that saved, though, Shirley. If you can find it, let me know. But right now, we will get to our first interview of the day. The Blitz. Brian North with the Blitz coming up tonight on WCTI 12. He joins us here to get you ready for your football weekend. North, how you doing today, man? We are surviving, Clipper. Surviving is the word. I'm excited and ready to go for Friday night and my football weekend because I have a brand new Blitz t-shirt. And uh, Brian, I believe I saw on Facebook you might be uh, passing out some of these babies. Yeah, now that you have officially gotten yours and we've cleared the way, we can now let everyone else have one as well. I appreciate you letting me be the first. Honestly, I felt kind of special when I was walking in uh, to the press conference Tuesday and you gave me one and then I saw you had an entire box and we're giving them out to everybody and I felt less special but uh hey I still got mine first one uh, <laughs> well, with you we were we, then we could hand out a few more but yeah you had the initial that was the first one off the presses you've got the one of one boom all right I like that and I will return the favor when I see you next Tuesday with a fresh pirate radio shirt north uh, saw last night at least one game in the books Farmville Central needed one half to roll up 50 points and get the win. And uh, mercy rule, lightning rule, whatever it was, uh, boy, Ron Cook's team has been dominant to start this season. Yeah, and then they're finally starting to get the attention he wants from college recruiters. Uh, Omari Phillips, their junior wide receiver, getting a scholarship offer from Boston College. Wow. Uh, Alex Moy is another guy who looks the part. Uh, Landon Barnes, their quarterback, it looks like an athlete who could play at the Division One level. So there's more talent out there, but... When you win, you start doing some of these things, uh, people start to notice you. So, uh, But no, Ron Cook's got it going on right now. And, and you know, the schedule has, has not been super top-notch, but it's getting done what they want to get done, which is get confidence rolling, averaging 60-something points a game <laughs> in four games right now. And they've got West Craven in, I think, three weeks, and that'll be the big one for the conference title. North, uh, what games are you looking forward to tonight? Well, give me a game or two you got highlighted. 
Yeah, our, our game of the night is East Duplin and Croatan. They're both 3-0. and I'm not, you know, East Duplin's had their way with them through the years, so we're curious to see how good Croatan is. So that'll be our premier matchup. But we've got our eyes on, on a couple different ones we think will be uh, interesting as well. We've got rivalry games with Richlands and South Lenore. This will be the 54th career meeting between them. We've got White Oak and Northside Jacksonville who haven't played in a couple years, and they're separated literally by three miles. So that'll be cool to see them get back going at it again. Havelock West Craven, traditionally a great rivalry game, but West Craven just played Newburn the other night, lost some players to injury. Now you're taking on a Havelock team that is not only coming off an open week, so they're rested, ready to go. It's their home opener, so they'll be all jacked up there. So that could be an ugly rivalry game going on there. West Carteret to Jacksonville. Uh, the list goes on and on. we got a lot of them going on tonight. South Central back at home. We'll see if they can rebound against Currituck. North Pitt 2-0 going to Edenton Homes at 2-0. Uh, we think that'll be a good litmus test to find out how good the Panthers are. Big night of high school football. You can check out the highlights on the Blitz coming up tonight, WCTI 12. Brian, we've got uh, what should be a good one at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium coming up on Saturday. ECU and Marshall tend to play absolute classics, and the line says this will be another close one with Marshall, a road three-point favorite against the Pirates. I know you were out there earlier this week talking to uh, the players and Mike Houston. Uh, what did you What did you get from that, Brian, coming off that Michigan loss and uh, looking ahead to the Thundering Herd? Uh, scratching my head as to how Marshall can be a three-and-a-half-point road favorite at ECU, and ECU's coming off playing the second-ranked team in the country, didn't allow a sack, only allowed 30 points if you look at it in an optimistic kind of way. Defense uh, played pretty well. Offense line was was uh, pretty good. Uh, the quarterbacks, um, not spectacular. You'd like to see more there, but Marshall coming off a win over Albany, who's not that good. They're a one-double-A school, and I know Marshall didn't th- show a, a whole lot either, but I just find it interesting that they would be a, a road favorite at ECU. Um, is that just Vegas trying to promote more money on that line? I, I just I have a hard time figuring that one out. Do you have any insight through your gambling connection? No, I mean, look, Marshall knows how to win. You, you see what they did last year. Um, they have a ton of transfers. I guess the thought is they, you know, it's going to take them a while to get clicking. I, I really think that that. Vegas and everybody's unsure about ECU's offense because it was a question going into the year. We didn't see anything really from the quarterbacks. Uh, nothing terrible, uh, but, but nothing that jumps off the page at you week one. So, And the total of this game is in the 40s. So I, I, I guess they're saying we don't know if ECU can score. And uh, we think they got a pretty good defense. And it, it, I saw somebody um, on our Facebook or YouTube earlier this week said, this uh, they're expecting a Skip Holtz era twenty-one to seventeen type slugfest uh, coming up tomorrow. So I don't know, man. Just there's still so many questions as we enter week two. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard to tell off that Michigan game because that was such a yeah. different answer. They're so good on their offensive and defensive lines. So uh, we're still trying to figure out how good that ECU offense is. Uh, look, that running game. I still think they're going to unleash all those running backs tomorrow against a defense that obviously can't be as good as what Michigan had. So uh, I, I think you're right. I, I, the number is probably right on. It's probably a game that'll be in the 40s total points, but uh, I just think that pirate defense can generate some turnovers and um, and give ECU some short field, and then maybe they put up a few more points than, than what's expected. But you got to see it before you can believe it. All right. So 15 years ago, North would have been in Winston Salem at 11 a.m. for Vandy Wake. Yep. At two, you would have been in Raleigh for NC State Notre Dame. Around five, you would have been at, at Daddy Ficklin, yep. and then around eight, 
uh, 7.30, you'd have been at Chapel Hill. Yeah. Uh, Duke's also – so, like, Old North would have been at all these games. How about Family Man North? Uh, will you be at any games tomorrow? Family Man North is begging with his wife to try and let him get up to East. <laughs> uh, with, the, with the understanding that young Skywalker, Luke Schwartz, needs some guidance as to how to get around Dowdy Ficklin and the – Oh, yeah, first game, right? For his first game. Yeah. Where to park, where to get the vest where to get the food, where to get to the field, all that stuff. So uh, um, at, at, the, at the risk of being divorced by the end of the day, I'm, I'm planning on being a Dowdy Ficklin, although I have not discussed this with the wife just yet. This will be a, a morning time discussion, so anything could change at this point, but that's the plan. Speaking of those other games, Brian, NC State coming off a win over UConn. Notre Dame is 2-0, and having played in week zero. And uh, Sam Hartman and the Wolfpack will uh, meet up again. This time he'll be wearing that Notre Dame uniform. How about this one coming up on ABC on Saturday? You know, hard to tell how good Notre Dame is. They haven't played anybody. They played two games, uh, two teams that they probably should have beat without any problem. And you know they get the, the name recognition and, and the benefit of the doubt. And Sam Hartman doesn't hurt them at all. Wolfpack getting back at home. You know how NC State loves to play its <clears throat> name brand schools. So the fan base will be all jacked up if they can just get inside the stadium on time. They hit those noon kickoffs. So, um, you know, I, I still think NC State will give them everything they want. I we're still learning about NC State. Their offense was another one that people questioned. New offensive coordinator, transfer quarterback, thought they had a good running game, but it was mostly just Brennan Armstrong running around in that first game. So still waiting to see what you can consistently expect from that NC State offense, but I think they'll give Notre Dame everything they want. North, here is a, an overreaction to week one hot take for you. Mm-hmm. If North Carolina plays defense this year and the way they played against South Carolina, they will be 9-0 probably number eight in the country um, on November 11th when they start a stretch against Duke, Clemson, and NC State. Uh, that was one of the biggest storylines, I think, of week one, the way their defense played. I mean, Drake May was good, but he threw two interceptions. Uh, the defense kind of led the way for getting after the quarterback, getting after Rattler, and beating South Carolina last week. Yeah, and so that's all the recruiting that, that Matt Brown has been doing. There's a reason that ECU got a lot of their defensive backs that transferred in and some other players, right? and a lot of other schools. Mac just keeps getting better players to get in there, and now it's starting to pay off on the de- defensive side. And, of course, Gene Chizik's back. He's been there a couple of years. He's getting his system in place now. So they finally showed out on that side. If they have a good defense with Drake May, Drake won't have to do as much offensively. They can be a little more conservative. Now, this North Carolina team, I think, and I told you this last week, when there's less expectations going into the year, yeah. that's when they, they play better. Now, the only expectation has been Drake May, can he compete for Heisman? But we weren't hearing a lot about the team and the hype. and So uh, that talent showed out last week. But, again, what's the thing about Mac Brown teams? Can they do it consistently? Can they do it when the expectations are there? So uh, App State got them a couple years ago. I don't think this is as good as an App State team. Yeah. It'll be going into Chapel Hill, but they certainly aren't going to surprise them based on what they did a couple years ago. Drake May can potentially hold the Heisman if Travis Hunter and Shador Sanders agree to share it with them. Uh, how about the, the buffs? How about prime week one, North? You buying into that? Yeah, overreaction Monday <laughs> or whatever it was. I, look, it's a great storyline, right? You change around the whole team. You got a guy who went the unconventional route of coaching who brought all his uh, best players who he likes to say were HBCU players, but they were four- and five-star recruits. They just He got them to go play for him. Uh, at Jackson State for for some money that was involved, too. So uh, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I don't know how good TCU is. I mean, they're okay, but going on the road, yes, nice win. Now let's see if they can start stacking these wins or if they get 
too fat and happy over over um, surprising a lot of people. So I need to see a week in a week out for them to right. for me to become a believer. One more of a reaction for you: uh, Can Clemson sneak in six wins and get to a bowl this year? Probably, <laughs> probably. I've been watching. God, man, that what was that the other night? I, I look. I was there. The last time anyone stormed the field at Wallace Wade Stadium that was a Duke fan, I think when they beat Clemson back in the mid-2000s, when they had like a 19-game losing streak, and they beat Clemson and tore down the goalpost. So it was, that was just kind of a, a weird deal. Even Dabble called it just kind of a weird game. Look, give Duke credit now. Mike Elko has found some defensive players, and, and they made the plays, and he's got a really good quarterback, a really solid running game. Terry Moore, the former Washington Pampack kid, is they moved him from running back to safety. He had a I heard his name a lot, Brian. Yeah, a couple of tackles and a kickoff return, and they they expect a lot from him. So they're moving more of their athletes to that defensive side, and, and that's Mike Elko trying to figure it out. And again, can they can, can they stack these wins? I, they've been planning for this all year long, coming off a nine win season last year. A lot of guys back. I mean, they they were primed and ready to go, and and um, now can they keep it consistently going? I mean. Uh, don't lay an egg against Lafayette. So yeah, but I, look, I love looking ahead, Brian. Like my favorite thing about football is when my team wins. It just sets up like an, an even bigger game coming up, type of thing. So I did that with Carolina earlier. So Duke beat Lafayette, beat Northwestern, go win a game at UConn. That would set up Duke's. Are they top fifteen at that point? Probably not. Uh, maybe number eight. I don't know what they'll be. But Notre Dame. Uh, if they can get by state and win games on September 30th, Duke hosting Notre Dame at Wallace Wade and, like, college game days there or something. <laughs> One of the places they've never been. There you go. So I, I would think that will be uh, – if, if Duke can put a couple wins up, at some point I think they would they would scratch them off the list, uh, game day showing up there. So, look, I like what Mel, Mike Elko's doing. It's just now can the players buy in. They've got a guy, Maurice McIntyre, on their offensive line who's up fifth or sixth year guy at a north side high school in jacksonville so they've got some veterans on that team i like their makeup it's just they're not used to being on this stage brian north joining us brian do you know the last number one overall pick in the nfl to uh win his debut on week one i don't know if i asked that question correctly but cam newton i don't know no it was david carr David Carr, D.C. Back in 2002, the Texans, the expansion Texans, beat the Cowboys. Yep. Um, Bryce Young trying to uh, be the latest to do that. It hasn't happened in a long time. Uh, And they got the Falcons coming up on Sunday. Panthers fans were very uh, unsatisfied, I guess, during the preseason. Just didn't see a whole lot. Uh, So a lot of questions, just like East Carolina going into the Panthers opener against Atlanta. What do you think? Yeah, this is a hard one to figure out. I mean, you've got uh, the, the kid from Cincinnati. Yeah. We don't know anything about him. I think, uh, what's the over-under on this one? It can't be that many points. I think this is going to be one of those defensive battles. So, look, Frank Wright didn't show anything in, in the preseason. I, that's the element of surprise of a new coach, new staff, a lot of new players. I think he was sandbagging, hoping they could turn it on in week one when they open up the playbook. And they just wanted to get Bryce Young some experience and some snaps. And, and that Miles Sanders didn't play much, so they still need to unleash the running game. But Got some injuries questions with the receivers, too, which doesn't help. Yep. 
And, and then on the one big red flag is what's going on with Brian Burns. Yeah. I just don't know if that can infect the locker room or distract them enough. I'm sure he's going to play. It's been a weird kind of hold. I've never seen a holdout where you do the whole training camp and then you skip practices <laughs> the week before and then you go up again. Jason Nichols the other day said, man, he's doing it backwards. You, you skipped the training. You did the hard part. What are you doing, man? So, yeah. It's just, I'm guessing they made him a promise they were going to get him a contract before the season started or going to work right. on it when they didn't. He's in the what final year of his rookie deal. I mean, they, 12 and a half sacks last year. You, popular player. When he stays healthy, he's great. So I would, I would have thought they would have kind of rewarded him by now. And I can see where he's disgruntled, but he still has to play. So I, it's just a weird situation. I, I, it's disappointing the Panthers would even let that happen to the point where this has become a distraction. Uh, Brian, to answer your question, the total uh, is 40 for this game, so very low. But not the lowest for week one. That would be uh, going on in beautiful Landover, Maryland, at historic FedEx Field when the Cardinals take on the Commanders. (laughs) Cardinals are literally trying to lose. So if if Ron Rivera manages to lose to the Cardinals, uh, yeah. Get him out, but uh, I look. I'm excited for Sam Howe. I uh, I think he's going to have a good year. I think my Commanders will uh, will be in pretty much every game this year. Would they win them? I don't know, but I think they'll be in them. No, I, I like what they're doing. Ron Rivera, when he gets a quarterback, can be good. He's a good coach. I mean, I, I, any quarterback makes a coach better. Now, Sam, this is basically like his rookie year, though. I mean, yeah. he played what well, just a couple games last year. So, and Sam can be a little bit of a gunslinger and take some chances. So. It'll be interesting to see, but I, I I like him as an option more than what they've had the last several years. No doubt. Brian, good stuff, man. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Maybe we'll see you at Daddy Ficklin Stadium, or maybe you'll be watching uh, Teletubbies or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I, look, this may be one of those I sneak out and the way from going for the gallon of milk and sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, good luck to young Luke. Uh, we'll get him on the on the show uh, once again. Want to kind of get his feet wet and everything. Good, but he's been he's been doing great at the press conferences. So uh, I think he's ready for the challenge on Saturday. I think he, he uh, will love to take a nice long format to uh, expound upon his sports knowledge and talk about his Seahawks. So. Uh, Oh, give him a call anytime. Okay. All right, we'll do it. North, thanks, man. We'll uh, we'll see you soon. All right, sounds good, Clipper. All right, Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Got a lot of football Friday guests on the way, including Tony Dunn coming up in hour number two. We will pick all the Week One NFL games. Break that down for you. Mark Greenheld will talk about his ugly Clemson Tigers loss on Monday night. Wager McGee joins us in Hour 3 with some picks and uh, a lot more of you as well. More to go. Pirate Radio Live will wrap up Hour Number 1 when we return after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. Chrissy's Europub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink this ECU football season. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU's campus, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. And if you like brunch, listen to this. Christie's has a brunch every day, Tuesday through Sunday. For the latest information, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit them online at christieseuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint at Christie's Europub. Go Pirates! Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a football Friday. Free beer Friday as well. We'll make you a winner. Chandler, uh, let's do a Friday vibe check. ECU, Marshall, how you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I believe earlier in the week I was at a 7. Yeah. I am proud to announce that I'm now at an 8.5. Man. I'm just feeling good. Pirates back at home. Um, you know, we still have this quarterback situation going on, but I really like what I saw of the defense yesterday or last week. And I think the defense is going to put us in some great positions on Saturday. I think they're going to force some turnovers. Um, and I think our offense can – see some promise this this upcoming saturday against marshall so um I'm, I'm feeling pretty good i think the pirates pull it out and go one and one going into app state odd shark which uh it's just a computer model that's fun to look at that's about it uh had east carolina staying within the number against michigan last week they did this week uh, their score prediction much higher than i'm thinking in fact, this would blow over the over 44 total. They got Marshall 34, East Carolina 27. It's a lot of points. The total of this game is 44. It's like a NFL total. Uh, so expecting a uh, a lower scoring affair, but Marshall comes in as a three-point favorite against East Carolina. And uh, just uh, still a lot of question marks on the offensive side, but I'm feeling pretty confident about the Pirates tomorrow. Yeah, last time we saw ECU face uh, Marshall was in Huntington a couple years ago. What a game that was. Pirates coming back from a 17-point deficit in the fourth quarter. Pirates found themselves winning that game. Uh, but if you look at if you look back at that game, there is one player – that really was a thorn in the side of the Pirates, and that was the running back, Ali. Uh, so we'll have to watch out for him on Saturday. And that's uh, somebody that we talked to Look, we talked to Taylor Jackson the other day. We talked to um, another defensive player, I believe, and they talked about Ali and how much of an uh, impact that he, is, that he is on the offensive side of the ball for Marshall. So um, I'm expecting a pretty good game. Hopefully uh, the Pirates can get the job done and go to one-on-one. All right, Tony Dunn uh, here getting ready for hour number two. Uh, Tony, uh, you said last week you were going to try to, I don't know how you phrase it, be a better, be more aware of college football, right. know what's going on. And you came in today and said, Saturday at noon. Yeah. And I was like, what, Bud Light pregame tailgate we're going to be on? You were like, no, Colorado, Nebraska. So I asked yeah. you, so Colorado's kind of, if Let's you are a, Buffalo's I wonder a why he has interest in well, that game. Two reasons. But if you're a fringe college football fan and you watch them play, you're on board. You're like, yeah, this is what I want to see. But also the Matt Rule factor. Yeah. Most people are probably thinking, oh, this half college football fan is just interested in primetime out there and the excitement surrounding that program. Nope, I'm excited about this. Those guys going down and, well, actually, they're hosting Nebraska, yeah. smacking down Matt Rule, and, man, his 
you know, I don't. I'm cheering against Matt Rule for the rest of my life. Uh, did you see the post game uh, oh, press oh, conference from Matt Rule? How similar? Was, similar. Similar. How, how much similar was that to a Panther loss on a Sunday? I mean, it just seemed like it was like a mirror to mirror. One hundred percent. I mean, and this is first is that it turns out that every coach is just full of coach speak. Yeah. Second is Matt Rule goes this. He said, you know. You don't ever want to defend a close loss or say something like there's a close loss. And then he went and spent 30 minutes explaining why oh it was we a We were the better loss. team at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, now, in I guess in, in fairness to Matt Rule, it's kind of hard to win a football game when you turn the ball over four times. They were a late fumble away from basically icing it. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a yeah. brutal ending for them guys. Yeah. I mean, and the crazy part <clears throat> is, like, if you looked at that, you know, live statistical tracker of who's going to win. They had like a 95% chance to win all the way. <laughs> and then it just oh, yeah. drops. Love those graphs. Down. Yeah. Somebody uh, sent me a, uh, go ahead, Tony. I wanted to, can I talk a little bit about ECU football? Um, we need just to like, take a break. Let's okay. come back. We'll talk a little bit about ECU football and we will talk a little bit about fantasy football. We will talk about the Panthers and we will make our picks. It's all ahead. Our number two of Pirate Radio Live on the way on a football Friday. We are back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Wally's 2 Kettle Corn in Winterville is where you can find the tastiest popcorn around. Make it a movie night at home with Wally's 2 Kettle Corn. They have over 50 flavors to choose from, including classics like cheddar, caramel, or Chandler's favorite, better butter, or specialty flavors such as Chicago style, wintergreen mix, and MJ's cheesecake. Wally's 2 also caters if you're hosting a party or event. Satisfy your company with delicious popcorn. Check them out on Facebook. Or stop by and see Wally today on Fire Tower Road across from Sam Jones Barbecue. Wally's 2 Kettle Corn, make it a popping day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live, hour number two. What's up, Chad gang? What's up, Randolph? Happy Friday to you, sir. Uh, Shane, I'm assuming that is uh, saying I'll see you next week. All right, see you then. Bet. Um... Jamie says, always like Rule. Panthers wasn't a great situation. No quarterback. Matt Rule has shown he is a, I'm not even going to say good. I'm going to say great college football coach. Do not say that. It's just a total, it's a fabrication. It is not. It is a fabrication. How? It's an overblown fabrication. He's had two good seasons. Hey, no. Two good seasons. Let me look that up. Baylor? I think you're wrong there. Never, never beat a ranked team with Baylor that year. How about that? How many games they win? Like ten? Yeah, didn't beat a ranked team though. So <laughs> he's had two good seasons, Tony. He's yes. had two good seasons, uh, two ten-win seasons at Temple. He went from two and ten to six and six. I'd call that a pretty good season at Temple. 
and then he had a seven win season after a one win season at baylor i call that a good season he's had three great seasons and two good seasons meaning he's had whoa, five whoa. great great i, I mean how does that be it didn't beat a ranked team it's fraud it's fraudulent dude you gotta win games. You can't play a ranked team every week. Well, you could play one. <laughs> uh, did not beat any ranked teams with the Panthers. Man, he's terrible, dude. He's, he's terrible. not terrible. He's awful. Tyler says Tony doesn't know college football. Fact. I know just as much college football as I need to know to tell you that Matt Rule doesn't know much football either. That is, yeah, I promise you. You're way I promise too hard. you. He does. He says the same things. He just listens to a couple of people and parrots it. I followed him closely. He ultimately doesn't know football as well as people think. You know, I promise you, man. Even the players said that they weren't even properly coached. It's, it was a bad hire. Yeah, totally bad hire and this is the, not his fault really no <laughs> yes it is his fault it is his fault i mean first i would do it too like at the same time this is what we get for just buying hype trains man buying the media told us oh he's this t- program builder and it's not gonna work and all of this and man the hype it was just all of the talking head hype was surrounding him and it was un it was fabricated all right did you want to make while you're uh kind of heated a little yeah, bit i am would you like to make an ecu football statement i would just say is uh i was i'm a little i don't know how to phrase it because i'm not trying to be uh, mean about it is that mason garcia has been in the back you know w- waiting for his time for what four years now and i just i'm sad that he's not further developed and prepared it seems like when you have somebody that you have been ultimately grooming you would think to take the reins after and you were able to keep him from entering the transfer portal and doing all of that that it would be time for him to take over and i don't know if that falls on him or if that falls on a coaching staff not um allocating enough time and attention to get him prepared for that moment well you're that's i mean is that the first unfair person. no 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 i mean i'm not trying People to be wondering why garcia is not ready to go from day one right it's, it I, seems like that's the it would be like if jordan love was not prepared maybe yeah and we don't is he we don't know well i mean if he's not then that stinks yeah. <laughs> for the packers and their plan didn't work and it just seems like you had such a great opportunity to keep some momentum by or not losing that kind of getting in a dip and you know regressing because we've been told that he's the best prospect we've had at quarterback again like is it the talking heads that are making this or is it really true and then i mean it's just it's kind of like and and i think that might be more of a referendum on the coaching staff than it is on the player himself i mean skip says i'd say half and half on the player right Uh, so i don't know yeah who it's on but like He's got a chance to go out and start tomorrow and and never come out again. If he plays well, oh, yeah, and I hope that, that I really hope that's the case because yeah. I mean, and really a tough, tough uh, kind of opportunity. Yeah, the first look. opportunity is to go to Ann Arbor, and then he did come back in the second half and look looser. And I don't even want to bring this up. We talked about it enough last year. I wanted to see Mason get in some games last year. Not just when the game's out of reach, but like the third possession in the first or put him in in the first quarter. Um and if he fails, then 
Holden and Keaton and everybody can bail them out of that situation. You got three more quarters to play. So, but that didn't happen. So there's no reason to keep going back to last year. Sure, I wish sure. I wish he'd have got in some, but he didn't. Yeah, I mean, and I don't. And that's all I wanted to say. Uh, Tyler says even Nick Saban messed up when he went pro. Um, yeah, yeah, and man, you know, I didn't like Nick Saban for a long time because of the way he handled because he lied. He lied to us. This is interesting too, Tony. The, and Jamie's consistent about this. He's not making a joke. He said this a lot this offseason. He's a Colts fan. He feels the way about Frank Reich you do about Matt Rule. Wow. I mean, the fact that he got you to the playoffs one year or his first year coaching. Okay, Matt Rule won double-digit games three times, and you're calling him crap. Frank Wright got he never won more than five games in the NFL. Yeah, true. Right. So Frank Reich is a Super Bowl. He's an offensive coordinator for a Super Bowl winning team. Coordinator. All right. Offensive coordinator. Now I have to look up what Matt Rule's done as a coordinator. And to be fair to, uh, oh, I promise you, it's not good. Whatever it is. (laughs) Um, And then uh, on top of that is uh, Frank Reich. And and look, is I mean, I think there is something to be said. Is maybe. Panther fans are a little too high on Frank Reich. But at the same time, he has a, a, a crazy tenure of experience, both as a player and a pro coach. Um, he has had success as offensive coordinator. And to be fair to him, when he came into the Colts, he wasn't their first choice. It was Josh McDaniels that backed Matt out the Rule job. Matt Rule wasn't the pay- Actually, he yeah, was. He was. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he was. Look, is, this is not defend Matt Rule day. All right, there's no need to defend him. It's defend yes, Frank Wright. He has right sixty-four day. million dollars in his bank account. He does not need defending. Well, he can do it himself. That's fine if you want to go that way. Everybody, yeah. Mike Peace. I want to go that way. Yes, I want to go that way. Okay. He stole my soul for three years. Then that means we can't defend anyone because they're all making millions of dollars. Can't use the money thing. I'm just saying, not, I gotta feel sorry for him. Uh, Frank Reich took a Philip Rivers too, and they got to the playoffs. And he was like, "Philip Rivers is like a borderline Hall of Famer." Bro, that is, you no- know how we feel about Philip. Philip Rivers is a borderline Hall of Famer. You can't first say of all, he Frank Reich even- dragged Philip Rivers yeah, he to the playoffs. Couldn't even throw the ball anymore. Okay. All he could, he could barely even lift his head up to look at the scoreboard <laughs> when he was throwing a fourth quarter pick. <laughs> I miss Philip Rivers in the, the fourth quarter and four o'clock games. I, but I, I am the to, a total advocate that Philip Rivers is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the NFL history. Okay. So, I don't it. have a list of all your takes, so I don't know. Well, where to I'm go adding it to it. Well, uh, start a list. Go to TonyDunnTakes.com. TonyDunnTakes.com. I'll get that domain. Mike P says Matt Rule more like Matt has everyone fooled. Yeah, to Tony Matt, Matt fool. <laughs> Rat mule is what we call him. Pike Pike got his like in today. Thank you, Pike. We appreciate that. Um, and can we move on? Reich play calling is suspect, especially in the playoffs and the red zone. All right. You know, I mean, we'll I don't know. That's a we'll great see. question. Is this is and then, but it's, you know, Frank Reich. Hopefully, and I will say this is very excited about Frank Reich for one reason is it seems like he may have uh, learned from his mistakes in in indianapolis and the mistake being is this is that when andrew luck retired they tried to bridge quarterback it over what you went from philip rivers to jacoby Brissett to uh carson wentz by the way they almost made the dang playoffs with carson no ankle wentz 
All right. Uh, no, I don't care anymore. But my point I'm, being I'm, is this, my, is that now we finally have done this for Frank Reich, is he said this, is like, I don't want that journeyman quarterback. We went and got him the rookie yeah, sensation. Talk, yeah. So I think that's a good thing. All right. I mean, this is Panther talk a little bit, Clip. I know it is, but... <laughs> Why I, I, are you in such a mood my today? My care meter has just completely dropped off a mountain right Why? now. Why? I don't know. I told you, you were. Something's up with Clip, guys. Something's wrong <laughs> with him. Tony thinks he could, he's like my therapist. Wow. I'm fine. Um, Clearly. Let's see. Mike P says Philip Rivers' nickname was Down 8 Late. <laughs> Steve says his real nickname was Fertile Myrtle. Okay. He's got a lot of kids. still fertile. Yeah. Just had another one. Gee golly. Here in the fourth quarter of his life. He threw an interception. (laughs) He's looking up up the scoreboard and it's a sonogram now. (laughs) uh, uh, Whatever that is. Ultrasound. I get the joke. That was good. I like it. All right. So, Panthers are toast. No Brian Burns. No receivers. Whoa. Falcons are about to wax these dudes. You are crazy, man. I picked the Panthers to win this sucker, and I'm picking them this week. Uh, are you worried about anything? Any sure, of those? Sure. Um, let's. Can we start with Thursday night football and say, look, is that we saw what a under talented and injured group of offense, uh, you know, can how it can stymie production. I don't want to um, wait. Are you getting to the Chris Jones thing, or are you getting to something else? No, I was going to say this. I mean, the fact that uh, Travis Kelsey was injured, which is really oh, their right. top receiving threat and then you have a, gu- a bunch of nobodies that are by the way Kadarius Tony, do you remember bad. a non-quarterback losing a game for a team like he did Devin Funches <laughs> 2018 <laughs> okay fair tw- enough uh, 2017 in Detroit he had uh, like six drops in that game Kadarius Tony literally he was lost bad. the game. He's bad. He and you gave know it's the upsetting. Colts what's really the, upsetting is that the they Colts just kept put him, putting them in. Is well, why see, didn't they go Justin Ross? It's Justin one of those Ross things is, where it's like, all right, I'm gonna go back to my guy because you're my guy. After the fourth or fifth time, you gotta stop. He was terrible. You gotta get him off the field. He was terrible. You know who else was awful on the other side of the ball? One of my favorite players who you love, Marvin Jones. No. He had the worst game of his career. He had a fumble. He had the drops. I mean, he just was not good. Uh, well, he's old. Okay, but I mean, I, I, I'm just saying it was noticeably I just don't a like bad to pick game. On old people, it's just a noticeably. It was just a noticeably uncharacteristic game for him because yeah. he is generally so consistent. They had to keep putting him out there as well. Um, but I, I think what I put a story up on Carolina Cat Chronicles about how you know does the Chiefs stymied offense ultimately shed light on challenges that may be facing the Carolina Panthers and you know we've got uh, DJ Shark who's always injured and is now injured may not play looks like he's not going to play Adam Thielen old Adam you don't like to pick on old people but you can say he's got a bum ankle right now so he's been you know limited in practice You've had Terrace Marshall Jr., who is an unproven commodity, who has been dealing with a back injury. So I think this is what the similarity or parallel I was trying to draw from the Chiefs to the Panthers is that when you have unproven players, unexperienced, inexperienced players, and then you're facing the challenges of injuries to the guys that are kind of the ones that you're dependent on, it really can present real challenges for a quarterback. Patrick Mahomes, according to Collinsworth, was still crazy magical last night. I mean, he was. He was great. He it, was great. Yeah, he. I mean, he did everything you could do. And 
And I just, and you really, this is really going to send you over the top clip. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, you see what pa- Patrick Mahomes knows what it feels like to be Cam Newton now. Oh, God. <laughs> oh Let's go God. to a break, Shirley. <laughs> um, so I was listening to a fantasy podcast uh, Thursday, yesterday, and the start of the week for one of the CBS sports guys was, and I'm bringing this up to say, okay, so who's going to make plays for the Panthers? Right. Is it Hayden Hurst season? Is it more? Is it Miles Sanders? Some young Booby. receiver, a guy we don't know. No, it's Miles Sanders. He's about to get a million touches on Sunday. I hope so. Miles Sanders and uh, Jonathan Mingo could be, you know, and I'm kind of my bold prediction my hot take i guess you would say is jonathan mango is going to have the most successful season out of all the rookie wide receivers this year yeah i just i think the panthers offense is going to suck okay i don't i think bryce young is magical dude i think he's going to be special and i think he's going to throw three touchdowns this week Mm. i think he's going to break the streak buddy 21 year streak the number one pick has not won since old two gloves did it that's right uh david carr david carr we got his uh, name right. I, I, yeah, I mean, and I, it's crazy that Jokic is playing uh, tennis. It is. Because how old is he? I was thinking the basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got him to laugh, folks. Tony, I'm fine. Oh, he's so You fine. saying I'm not fine is making, making me more upset. Un- upset. Look, Look at this. Danny Beal's here. That's going to make me excited. I'm totally upset. Look, he's been cupping. There is no way you just said Patrick Mahomes is like Cam Newton. There's no way that you just mentioned those two names in the same time. No, I said he knows what it feels like now. Here's what to I be know, a, dude. To be a great player with no receivers who can't catch anything. Enough. Stonehands Ted Ginn Jr. There. Where's is Danny getting there and you coming in or is Danny coming yeah, in? Yeah, I can go staying? in there. But let's take I, a break. Matt Jones knows what it feels Shirley, like. Shirley, let's take a break. We got to do some picks. I think what got me upset is the whole uh, water thing and everybody complaining. Water? Yeah. What water? See, thing? you don't even know about it, so we'll just oh. we'll just move on. Yeah. Okay. You can't bring a water into Dowdy Ficklin tomorrow. <laughs> But it's going to be... What? Is this the third year time? Like, it's going to be low 80s, high 70s. Okay. And, and every, like, look, it'd be nice if we could, but it's football season. Let's get excited about a football game. No, yeah. And don't worry about bringing there have no been freaking water. Two, okay. What? What do you got? There's just been two openers, home openers for right. ECU that were, like, notably hot, warmer, yeah. that it was impossible I mean, people were like falling out. Oh, and I'm for bringing in a water. I think you yeah. should be able to. Yeah. But they're saying you can't. And right. you know what? You just freaking deal with it and not whine and cry about Probably it. Probably should drink less beers and when you go through the line, get a water. You're allowed to bring a water up while you wait in line and throw it away at the <laughs> gate if they won't let you in. You're right, Clip. You're fine. You're in a great mood. You're fine. I'm just tired of people bitching and now I'm oh, bitching about people hey. bitching. You know what? I don't like your attitude either today, honestly. I feel like you're antagonizing me. I feel like you're being serious and also not serious. I'm pretty serious right now. Okay. Let's take a break. When we return, we'll make some picks. NFL picks. Sensitive. Tony's picking the Panthers. I've been on the Panthers all offseason. I'm switching my pick to the Falcons. I'm just not feeling it. And I don't even like the Falcons. We'll talk about it when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington is cleaning out the attic, so get ready. Tomorrow, September 9th, is sidewalk sale day, and they're going to clean up and clear out, and they've been known to do some crazy things on the sidewalk and this time it's no different prices are incredibly low and all sales are final so mark your calendar for tomorrow september 9th and hit main street for the best selection because when it's gone it's gone shop russell's in downtown washington for their once in a great while sidewalk sale and save some money now let's head back in to prl here's clip all right back with you on pirate radio live an entire mood shift has happened now I'm happy. A little Awkward. more. A little more upbeat. <laughs> Awkward. Tony is now the one upset. And totally. We have to- we have just shifted moods here. Tony didn't talk during the entire break. That's not true. You said very few words, very monotone. Yeah. And I don't like it that I have affected your mood. I'm being oh, I'm real sorry. right now. I'm sorry, dude. We're good. We're not good. Listen to him now. We're not good. No, we're good. You've changed your whole thing. No, we're good. Why have you changed your thing? Why do you care what I'm doing? I don't. Good. (laughs) I don't want you to. You, I won't. Good. Don't worry about how I'm doing. You be you, Tony. I am me. If you're in a good mood, you stay in a good mood. You can't be anybody but yourself exactly i do have uh, i was what is going on i know it's weird we're talking through me tony and i've been friends for a long time i'd rather talk well we were friends (laughs) (laughs) i'd rather talk through this now Um, than worry about it later i did when we were in spartanburg uh, they have this cool uh, map of the city like on the ground and it has a star on it it says you are here and i was like man you're always here you are always here. You're, you're where you are. You are. You can't be anywhere but where you are. It's galaxy brain stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tony and I are about to disagree on something because I'm going to take the Falcons to beat the Panthers yeah, week one. I'm taking the Panthers. Um, no. Really? I know. I know. Look, it's, look, it's week one. Homer, and obviously, I want to be optimistic about the matchup. Uh, there are a lot of things that are problematic or, or troublesome particularly the wide receiver core, what Brian Burns, will he play, will he not play, right. how the defense will look. B. John Robinson is intimidating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm hoping this is that Bryce Young is sensational in his debut, which is, I know, against the odds, right? And um, that, But I don't, you know, they have a question mark at their quarterback. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So they I got think a lot of question marks that's over the, there. That's the one thing that's kind of given me some hope there. And maybe their their defense, I hope I hope is running on old names more yeah. so than just true, you know, is like Calais Campbell, is he still the guy he was six years ago? I, I mean, like, I, yeah. outside Brian Burns and the question if he will play or not, can you agree that the biggest concern is this offensive line that played so poorly in the in the preseason now it was it was announced that chandler savala uh the rookie out of nc state will get the start at right guard uh austin corbett still trying is it to really run. hot in here 
I mean, it's, it feels fine to me. What is going on? I couldn't agree more. Could not agree. No, more. I mean, I might. What if I'm having a health issue? I'm like really hot. Are you? Are you, are you are good? You? Let me ask you. Are you fine? No, I'm hot. I'm like okay. I'm really hot. You are a little warm. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah, turn the air down. Um, turn it down. Chandler Savala, the rookie out of NC State, getting the start at right, right. guard as Austin Corbett. Um, get. What is going on right now? I'm gonna go turn the air down. <laughs> Keep talking. Okay. We're talking. Um, oh, is it because we're talking Panthers and he doesn't want to hear it? No, he wants to I'm turn the air down. Sweating, He's sweating, man. <laughs> you can't take the heat. Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> um, but two NC State uh, offensive linemen starting for the Panthers. Yeah. I guess the biggest concern as a Panther fan is that offensive line. Can they hold up for Bryce Young in the first game? Well, you know, I think for me is is Icky going to be good? You know, as he was, he struggled so much in the preseason, and that is your number your first round draft pick and then i was looking at the lions game last night and penny Sewell's playing right tackle didn't they like who's are all of these guys turn out to be they tell us they're their franchise guy and then all of a sudden they're playing right tackle down the road so we need a Quanu to play um you know a lot better than he did in the preseason i think we're counting on Chandler Savala. It does feel better now that the air's on clip and they're they're counting on Chandler Savala to do a lot um, yeah, and I mean, you got to worry: Is Grady Jarrett gonna just take that kid's lunch in his first in his debut? Yeah, and, and, I, and can he play sixty five snaps? You know. And I presented this question to you off the air, and we we talk about sophomore slumps usually with a skill position, whether it's wide receiver, quarterback, running back, whatever. Yeah. Can Ikiakuanu escape a sophomore slump do we ever see a sophomore slump from an offensive lineman now jamie a colts fan well uh, sophomore slumps usually after you have a great rookie year are you saying that's going to be well, the he, case? but we're I- worried icky Aquanu had a pretty decent i would say great rookie year um and it, when you look at the offensive line and the struggles up front in the preseason Iki Aquanu had a lot of giving up sacks. Oh, man, it was just mental error after mental error. It was bad. So uh, can he escape that, I guess, that sophomore slump? Maybe he can line up beside Bryce Young like that guy was for the Chiefs last night. Uh, Chandler, who are you picking? Uh, I'm going to get Panthers. Uh, This is – how important – like, how important is this game? Well – it's week one. Of a, it's, I think it's very a long season. Has been seen as it's on the road. <laughs> uh, we're going to get to Danny in a moment. All right. I will say it's important <laughs> in yeah, the fact. Seen as it's on the road, I feel like, especially since it's Bryce's first game, it is going to be a battle of one defense, but two who can make the least amount of mistakes. Right. And that's what last night turned into. It's yeah. the first game of the year. It just turns into who can make the least amount of mistakes and who can get the stops. And at that point, especially on the road, if the Panthers can pull that off and not not turn the ball over, not give up super long drives, if they can handle that, I feel like they'll take care of it. I think Detroit looked really good last night, though. That was unbelievable. I mean, Goff looking the way. I mean, he only Goff had a touchdown, but he looked amazing. phenomenal. Yeah. There was if actually, Marvin Jones would have caught that one pass, it wouldn't like the third down. It yeah. would have been Kadarius Tony gave um, the Lions the game. I also literally dropped three or four passes last night, and that that was just you know literally gave the Lions a touchdown. Yeah, dropped it. In the hands of a Detroit Lions defender to the house. Danny, who are you picking? Uh, Atlanta. All right. Um, I just only because they're at home. We got to get to a bunch of other games. So, final thoughts on I, this. I, one. I was going to answer your question about the importance of this game. I, I think that 
you want to go of course you want to go one and oh but good call good good comment <laughs> yeah but your first two games are in division games yep. you, you have the falcons on the road the very next week you have the saints and uh double header on monday night it's it's not devastating to go oh and one it would be pretty devastating to go oh and two though. absolutely just remember so, you're always here second uh the panthers though if they win on the road i think it's not as losing isn't a pro isn't devastating but I think winning on the road and starting out against, man, you got two important division games right out the gate. You're on the road against the Falcons, on the road against the Saints. If you can find a way to win one of those games or maybe squeeze out both, you're talking about playing with house money after that. And, and really, it's important to win on the field, but it's most important to win in your heart. Thanks, Matt. You got it. Mm. Bengals-Browns. Uh, <laughs> give me the Browns at home. Wow! First of all, well, first of all, you, you're this be- is this is like a first God, before am I the first. Of all road teams, you're betting against the highest paid player in NFL history. Yes, and I love to do it. So there is going to be a wacky Week One game. Last year it was San Francisco losing to Chicago. There's going to be at least one. I want to make sure I get the one. I thought it was this, last night. This, ooh, damn it, it's already <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um, this is not that wacky. I mean, the spread's pretty close. It's a division game. I think I like the Browns more than a lot of people this year. So I'm taking the uh, the Browns at home, Tony. I'm going to go Bengals. All right. I, uh, I'm, I guess maybe my heart. Uh, I'm just again a, a hater. I'm a hater, man. I'm a Matt Rule hater, and now I'm a Deshaun Watson hater. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough, Chandler. I'm going to go Bengals uh, on the road against the Browns. I mean, Joe Burrow is playing, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's playing. Just got paid. Danny. Just got paid? Since he. Yesterday. When did, it ha- did it happen yesterday? He's the highest. It happened after kickoff last night. Oh, wow. It, it, he's literally the highest paid NFL player of all time. To the point where people were like, this is petty. Like, announcing it right after the kickoff to get attention or something okay which also there was a climate wonder if you could bring water to sign the contract what is it climate change uh protest at the u.s open and i was watching the the barstool guys pft was like what a terrible time to do a protest right as the nfl game is kicked off yeah. the season like nobody is knowing what well, maybe happening. the rest of the world is looking uh, Did he glue his feet to the floor? I yeah. so. Again, <laughs> I, I didn't see anything on Twitter because everybody was talking about the football game. Yeah. So it was just a terrible uh, protest. Maybe it was a big deal in another country. All right, Jags at Colts. Danny, we start with you. Jacksonville. All right. yeah. I'm on the road again. Jags. He's, Can't uh, wait. That's going to be a fun game, though. Willie Nelson over here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see Anthony Richardson, boy. Probably I am too. Reel off 120 yards rushing tomorrow. You are a Richardson or lover. Yeah. Wait, Chandler. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you doing a chat show too? Chandler Honeycutt on YouTube. Jamie, didn't finish my comment, but was going to say what you said a few weeks ago about Quentin Nelson having a sophomore slump is yeah, an awful I didn't, problem. I didn't get to finish my comment. He was asking I'm about sorry. It. I apologize. That's I feel fine. like this is a uh, passive-aggressive shot at me. No, it's fine. I just I wanted to address him. Okay. He made a good point about Quentin Nelson and his sophomore slump as a Colts offensive lineman. Chandler, are you taking the... Speaking jet? of the Colts, I'm going to have them losing at home. I want to take the Colts. Hey, Joey, you got to catch up. Panthers at Falcons. Joey's out. Joey, where are you being? Yeah, I told Joey. you earlier. Before the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you didn't answer. I told you I was in a meeting today. I wouldn't be here till 4 30. 
Oh, that's true. Oh, he did answer. I respect right. my meetings. Nah, Put my phone away. <laughs> He's a professional. Nah, that's true. He did text you me. You are like that. the Brian yeah, Burns of Greenville. You got to respect no, the meetings. But like quick, quickly, Joey, Panthers at Falcons pick. Wait, what? I got to write these down, too? We'll keep up. Whoa, oh, Clip, are you taking Indy? Panthers at Falcons. Who do you have? Panthers. All right. Bengals at Browns. Bengals at Browns. Bengals. All right. Jags at Colts. Jags. All right. Did you write him down, Chandler? Clip, are you taking Indy? He picked the same ones I picked. Uh, I'm going to pick the... Joey and I are spirit animals. I'm picking the Colts. Wow. Man, look, my first three picks are on the road. Hey, this Jaguars team you guys love so much. You know what they did week one last year? Lost at Washington. They're going <laughs> to yep. lose again yeah. this year. You're picking Indy? How about for Bengals at Browns? My pick is Clip. I think I am. I think I'm. I, I think I need medical attention. <laughs> Are you having palpitations? I don't know what's going on. Um, Joey's picking the Bengals. I guess I was just guys. making it up, Counselor Tony. All right. So yeah, you were right. <laughs> Maybe you're a medical doctor instead of a mental doctor. All right, Bucks at Vikings. Joey, who you got? I got the Vikings. All right. Is anybody taking the Bucks? Not There's him. No, no way, right? Is Mike Evans going to play? Not. It doesn't when, matter. No, I don't think he is <laughs> like playing. It's, it doesn't, <laughs> poor guy. He's stuck. Yeah. Everybody in Minnesota? Can we move on from this one? Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a good game. I love this one. Titans at Saints. Titans! I'm picking the Titans as Now, well. historically, Tony, you know that the Titans have been my toughest team to pick. Really, our oh. toughest team. If I pick them to win, they lose. If I pick them to lose, they win. So pick the Saints then because I'm picking uh, the Titans. For your case. But I do think the Titans win this game. Good. Actually, that's not good for me, but I'm picking the Titans regardless. I'm picking the Saints. There Ooh. you go. We need somebody to pick the Saints. Uh, Danny, who are you picking? New Orleans. All right. New Orleans. So, Titans, Titans, Titans? I'm going Titans, yeah. There you go, Chad. The Titans are about to screw me again for another year. Yes. All right, I love this game. This game is going to be awesome. I have a feeling this might be the game of the week. All right, I like it. I like it, and I'm taking the Steelers to beat the 49ers. Let's go. Come on. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say. uh, Oh, I meant to mention this earlier. I am too. I uh, finished last in the picks last year. That was awful. Actually, I might have finished the You always pull a late run against me, though. Usually, I pull out. I'm a what is it like when you're a horse and you run fast out the gate and then you die down the stretch? That's usually me. Um, and you usually make a comeback. I was gonna make the point that I don't want to get myself into a hole this year and have to dig out, and I'm making some wild picks. type picks. You've already picked the Colts, yeah, and the Browns. Uh, so I'm gonna take the Steelers to beat the Niners, Danny. Are you with me? What's sure the am. line on? The, I uh, sure am. Come with me now. Line? Niners oh, no, by two and a half. talk here. Niners no, cover the spread so it. easily in this game. Wait, what did you say? Oh, so no lines while no, Danny's no. here. That's a good point. No. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Steelers win outright. Chandler. Uh, I'm going to go Niners on the road. All right, Tony. I'm going to go Steelers. I Who has the best quarter, better quarterback? You think so? Pittsburgh. No. Okay. Relax. What? Oh, you mean Sam Darnold? I don't better? like Kenny. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't like. I'm not a fan of Kenny, but Kenny. he is Why? the better quarterback. He's looked good. I hate to He's do this. He's looked great in the preseason. He was like nine for nine in the last, in the last game. I hate yep. to do it, but Dan, uh, Kenny Pickett or Mac Jones? Oh. Can we not? Can we stop doing this? We do this every week. He asked the question, answer it. Mac Jones. <laughs> like Mac Jones, Chandler. 
Uh, Joey, who are you picking? I got the 49ers. Easy spread cover. Mm. Easy uh, spread cover. Clip, you were all over it with you the You are so young and cute. Can I just say that? <laughs> everything's so easy hey, for you, you right? You had your hat on. You look good. Easy spread hey, everything's so easy. Picking NFL game spread against spreads easy, right, Joey? It is easy. Hey, Joey, so you got humble. A, you got a rude awakening coming, young man. He's so humble. Hey, Joey, can you take us to break? No, I'm just yeah, kidding. I got you. We do need to go to break. <laughs> point at it. I got you. We need to go He's to break. He's going to point at it. It's going to go to break. Um, Help the bell. Help the bell. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shirley, can you get us to break if Joey can't? Um, can. You were all over the spray while ago. Two and a half Niners on the road. Hmm. When we return. Pickens. Picking, picking. Pick it to Pickens. The game of the week. Cardinals at Commanders. Oh, my God. Oh, my dude. God. Go home. And I'm good sick. dad game. I can't wait to pick the Cowboys. Phenomenal dad game. Hey. <laughs> I feel like every Arizona game this year is going to be a good dad game. I Should hug your children. Yeah. Should the Cowboys be a three and a half no, favorite? I cannot wait to pick. I'm, I picking, wa- I'm I, picking the G Men, too. I cannot wait to pick the Giants over yeah. the Cowboys because we do have a Cowboys fan in the house. Brian Bailey is. Double B. Uh oh. All right. We will. Come back with the rest of our week one picks when we return after this. I never meant to be so bad to you. One thing I said that I would never do. I've been waiting for you for a long time. You just saved me. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, the sidebar is the place to be this football season in downtown Greenville. Get your team together for dinner on the patio or inside starting at 530 Tuesday through Saturday. Or you can take a break from work and enjoy the tastiest foods around for lunch Thursday through Saturday from 1130 to 230. And on Sundays, enjoy a delicious fall brunch from 11 to 2. Make your reservation today by calling 751-0151. Follow the sidebar on Facebook or on Instagram at sidebar.com. Greenville for more details. Go Pirates! Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, making our picks on this Friday. Joey, we need you on a mic. Uh, Shirley will, I guess, move and allow you to pick the Cardinals at Commanders. Chandler, you asked a question. Will the Commanders cover? Minus seven is the uh, spread there. Uh, the Cardinals are losing on purpose. They're trying to lose. They're playing a team that you can't trust in the Commanders, but Washington will win this game. I got to do it. No. Cardinals at Commanders or Mac Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather watch this game or Or have have Mac Jones as a quarterback? (laughs) Here is the... um, Here's the intriguing number here. I'm picking the the Commanders. The over-under, 38. Yeah. What I mean gross this is the worst disgusting i said this when the schedule came out do you remember that the worst game week one is cardinals commanders and it's it's somehow gotten even worse as we've gotten closer to kickoff i i have a sneaky feeling though that the cardinals coach is going to be awesome because i think he's a total idiot hey did you drive here did you take the bus (laughs) exactly Uh, i took the bus 
Oh, is short he buzz. doing he, all this rah rah stuff? Do you feel? No, like- it was like he's just like the people. He just says this stuff, yes. and like the players are like, and then he what are you talking about, dude? And then remember the first <laughs> James inter- Connors like, oh yeah, God. the first interaction he had when he was hired with a player, and it was like he was trying to dab this guy. Was up. it Kyler Murray or yeah, something? And like it that. was just like he. Um, oh, you remember the last first year coach we made fun of? Tony? I know. That's why I'm saying he's going to be awesome. Nick Sirianni. Yeah, we and thought you know that what? guy was a joke. They're going to have a system. But that's what I get for for questioning a Paisan. <laughs> there you go. You know what I'm saying? I should have stuck with my people. Danny, what are you rolling your eyes about so much over there? Because no, Joey, lo- Joey looks at me and goes, I love Josh Dobbs. I was like, shut no. up. I, I, like I love Josh, Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. I also huh? like Josh Dobbs a lot, and I got ridiculed once when I was, this was when he first came to the league. Head, I said, How I said any- why does he not have eyebrows? <laughs> and somebody goes, well, clearly he has alopecia. You yeah. can't get with it. I was like, well, my bad. Dude. I I'm thought upset. that is pretty clear. Like, well, you know what? I didn't know. Yeah, hey, keep okay. my quarterback's name out your out mouth. Your mouth. Yeah. It's not a choice. I liked it. It's not a choice. He's been, he was. How do you love Josh Dobbs? He were was good jo- at were Tennessee. You jo- were you joking? I lost Josh, Josh Whoa, he Dobbs was over uh, dead Mac Jones. Oh! Would you rather rather have a one-legged chicken with no head or Mac Jones as your quarterback? Uh, One-legged chicken. Would you like a pimento cheeseburger or Mac Jones? (laughs) I mean, this is just this is getting out of hand. All right, Commanders. I would love a bacon pimento. I'm going. I'm going Commanders here. Commanders. All right, Commanders. They got to win this game. If they don't, fire Ron Rivera. Console the season into the sun. Texans at Ravens. We're all going Ravens. Ravens. Right. Yeah. Uh, Packers at Bears. This is a good game. This is a great game. I'm going with the team that I chose to win this division. I'm going with the Chicago Bears. Oh, uh, Bears. You're going Bears, Danny? Sure am. All right. Uh, Joey? Yep, the Bears. Um, I think Jordan Love poops his pants I've this picked game. a lot of road teams. DJ, two touchdowns. Yeah. I, think, mm. I genuinely think Jordan Love poops his pants. It's yeah. an ugly game. Bears win like nine. It's going to be like 14-11. Bears win, Bears win like 9-6 or something like that. Just <laughs> ugly game. Ugly football. Wait, they're going to miss a field um, yeah. extra point, yeah. and it's going to yeah. be something like, what would that be? Yeah, it would be nine. But wouldn't it be fitting that Rodgers leaves, and he's the owner of the Bears, and he... And then it just continues on for another generation of the if Packers Jordan, beating the Bears. If Jordan, it would be very fitting, and it'd be really funny to make more fun of Troy D. Jordan too. Love, after the game, says, yeah, I bought the Bears from Aaron Rodgers when he left. I'm, I'm taking bought the, the stock. I'm taking the Packers. If Jordan Love throws for 300, does he... D- discount double check? Yeah. Uh, he's got to have his own... Th- he's got to have a heart. He's Love. Oh, he's going to go... Yes. Tony, Tony, you taking <laughs> Chicago? Yeah. All right, I'm alone with the Packers. Mm-hmm. I might be way out of the standings already. Raiders at Broncos. Uh, do we go with the Broncos? Gosh, they screwed me last do year, we? and I'm picking the Broncos. It's a new year, Tony. New Damn, a day, man. Do you we see the, all the Sean Payton stuff? Oh, about? my God. The quote of the week is, <laughs> uh, stop kissing babies. You're not an effing uh, politician. Yeah, you're not a politician. Oh, Care man. less about you're not running Russell, for office. Russell Inc.? They got rid of his uh, office in the building, right? He did have one. Yeah, he used to have yes, his own office. He had his own office, and they got rid of it. Yeah, like is like Sean Payton gonna just treat him like dog crap? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. He's not putting up with it. Um, is anybody willing to take the Raiders? I'll here? take the Raiders. Yeah, I am. I'll take them. Wow, I am. All right, I'll I like it. What is going on there? Clip, you taking Devontae? 
I don't know yet. I'm about to tell you in a minute. Wait, what is going Raiders? on with uh, Chandler Jones? Like, they wouldn't let him in the building? Oh, they sent weird. a well child yeah, checkup on him or something? Something about, like, he wanted to work out during off hours, and just the building was locked, and he's like, he's Chandler Jones, so he wants to get in the building. So I will take uh They don't have, like, a keypad? <laughs> you already took the Raiders, right? No, no, I'll Joey take, took the Raiders. I'll take Tom Brady getting another win as a Raiders. Owner, as right. owner of the Raiders. Danny, is he an owner? I'm taking Denver. I'm taking Denver too. Is he part owner? Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Uh, oh, are we going to get our first owner player in a long time? <laughs> yeah, player manager. Eagles, Patriots. Danny, we start with you. How you feel? Philly. Okay. Is that hard to say? No. Man. Not really taking Mac Jones, bit, are you? Okay. Yeah, a little bit, but like I, I see it being like it's not going to be high scoring. I see it being very close, but Philly's going to win. I think they're going to cover too. Okay, I'll take the Eagles. I applaud your optimism. Eagles. Anybody? Somebody, taking, please take New England. Anybody taking right. the Patriots? No, I'm no, taking the Eagles. Not. The evil empire. Wow, my how the mighty have fallen. I love to see it. All right, great color game, fun game, back and forth. Dolphins, Chargers. This is a good game. I'm taking the Dolphins on the road. I'm taking wow. the fans, too. Because I don't care about crazy. that home field advantage because there is none. I'm taking the Chargers. All right. The hype is around them, man. I'm also taking the Chargers. All right. Wow. Brandon Staley's finally going to show his genius. No, he's not. <laughs> he's going to blow a fourth game. Fourth and three at their own 14. First <laughs> no, quarter. It's going to be Go like fourth and three on the, their 35, and he's going to punt. Also, <laughs> I'll show you. Quick, quick timeout. This is just a side note. Are we going to talk about how for, ridiculous going for fourth and 25 was last night? Um, on your own, I think it's crazier that they did a fake punt inside their twenty. Agree. But so on you, your own twenty-five, you punt there. You, you have can three still timeouts call and the timeouts warning. And the warning. If you can get that punt, it was like two minutes and eight seconds. So you I, might but, have lost the warning. But, like, but either way, that's insane. Yeah, and the game's over. Were they down it. by a touchdown or field goal? What was the? Uh, They're down by field goal. They, like a field goal would have won, right? Field goal. Yes, they were down. Two, one. I guess they were one. It was twenty-one twenty. With yeah. Mahomes, you you think you would think that, but you also have seen the rest of the game and how Kateri he had bricks for hands last night. Like well, I don't understand. Get him out of there. Literally. Well, it was also no, crazy no. they didn't go for it on fourth and three earlier yeah, in the game. But then you know, like that. on their 35, the 40. Yeah, yes, I thought that when was they stupid. when it was like fourth that. and twenty, and then they got the false start. I'm like, all right. They're punting. Obviously, this makes sense. And then they trotted it back out there, and I'm like, "What are we doing, yeah. guys?" Did anybody notice that Matt they Nagy screwed up the down and distance on one of them, and it said first, first, first and three, two? Yeah. Yeah. First and and three, I was yeah. like, "How do you have first and two? And it kept, and it just stuck there. And then all of a sudden, two play, it just went to third and or two. The right yeah. tackle being false starting the Every entire time. Night. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Chandler, uh, Dolphins charge. He's playing uh, fullback. I'm going fins here. All right, and Danny, Miami. Wow. Am I the only person going Chargers? Joey went Chargers. Oh, Joey went Chargers. Rams at Seahawks. I'll take Seattle. Uh, don't. This is an ugly game. Yeah, the Rams like are going to be terrible, man. And I. this is a testament of why you don't draft early fantasy football people. Even our own Pirate, our Pirate Radio League is too wow, early of a draft. Am I in the C3 Dynasty Cooper League? Cup. Cooper Cup. Well, I traded. We we have a dynasty, and Does, all these guys I traded for. When do you want to draft? Like today? Oh, uh, maybe like last week. Yeah, but we, you still would have thought he was playing at that point. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah. My question is: Does despite not having Cooper Cup, does does Matthew Stafford bounce back? No. 
Uh, he's not uh, like he was last year. He's got. He's definitely better than he was last year. He was hurt all last year. Ever since like twenty, say 2018, 2019, NFC West and division matchups have just been like miserable to watch. Like just let me so painfully my, boring. Mike let me P. check my Facebook and see if. Uh, oh, Matthew Stafford. There he is. <laughs> Mike P. On fourth and twenty-five, they should have ran, ran back to their own one, run out of bounds, stops the clock, line score quick. And you get the ball with Pat Mahomes. It's just galaxy brain stuff. Maybe you should be the coach. I like that, Mike. That's, Mike that's P. Madden game planning. And you know what? The, <laughs> the Chiefs play like they're in Madden. So that could work out. So. Seahawks, Rams. Anybody taking the Rams? No. Nope. All right. Nada. Uh, Cowboys and G Men. This is going to be a really good game. I think the Giants defense is go- is under Wink Mark. Wink. Mar- Martin, what's his name? Martindale. You're gonna Martindale. get there. I was I, about, I, I was about, it. but I didn't even trust myself. So you got Waller me on my questionable today, though. Is he? Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, he did win questionable today. I didn't see what it was. Why? He's always hurt. Darren Waller, tight end. Great. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Cowboys then. I am taking the Cowboys, Chandler. I am going to go. Man, Daniel Jones looked I, really good. Chandler, in the come on, man. Let's go Giants. You and me. Giants. Giants. And I like doing that because Brian Bailey's in the house. Danny? He's looking at you G-men. right now. G-men. Right wow. Okay. Three on the G-men, three on the Cowboys. Should be a good game. Great uh, NFC East game Sunday night. And we got a good one for I Monday can. night. Bills at Jets. I'm going Jets. Tony oh is God. in on the Jets. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to... Fresh scene. Everybody's going to be so high on the Jets because of hard knocks. And oh my God, they're oh, so yeah. good. And totally. Josh Allen is going to beat them by four touchdowns. <laughs> There's no unidentified flying object out there. No. the dumbest line. I have uh, two and a half? Oh, you kids. I think uh, that. Uh, yeah. I know. Y'all, I know. Y'all, no, um, look, is the Bills' defense is old. The Bills' so the defense Jets quarterback. is old. But he's good. Rodgers is 38. Prone to heart attacks. <laughs> um. It's going to be a good game. I'm, yeah, it is. I'm more on the not believe in the Jets camp, so I'm going to go Bills for that reason. Thank you. The Jets defense, though, is not going to allow four touchdowns. Yeah, but Rodgers will throw a pick six. No. <laughs> I'm interested to see what they do with uh, Hall and so Cook. Good. And yeah, three running backs. I feel Michael like it's going to be uh, Gibbs and Gibbs and, uh, Montgomery situation. I feel like Bree- So who's the Montgomery? I feel like Brees is Dalvin. Or, uh, sorry, because Cook, Gibbs is, didn't do much. Cook is going to be. I feel like Cook is going to be the Montgomery, and then Brees yeah. is going to get the carries. Oh, they got to give Brees more touches than they gave Gibbs last night. Yeah. Nine. Uh, was it nine? Well, yeah, two receptions. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, somebody's here. He don't want me to say who he is. Oh, don't His show his beard. Is Joey? Yeah, yeah, who are you taking? I think I'm going to have to go Buffalo here. All right, and Chan. Chandler. Um, I'm going to take the home dogs. So I'm going to take the Jets. The picks are in. We did it with two minutes to spare. Well, I'm supposed to be out at 4.56, but okay. hopefully Ellerby's not paying attention. Tony, what all you got going on? Post-game show, guys. You got to get with it. The post-game show, check us out on YouTube. Uh, for we're, gonna, we have, we're playing Mega Mingo. And so after every game, we got a mango card, and we're going to be checking off. A and we're going to give, yeah, and we're going to give away a mango jersey when we hit mango. Crazy, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, the post game show Friday free for all tonight. Lot man, our coverage is going uh, bananas right now. Check us out on TikTok, Shorts, everywhere you get your social media. Stuff. And every Tuesday night, right? Nine That's o'clock. right, man. Tony, love you, love you. All right. I love you, Tony. Let's take a break. Uh, Joey, hit the 
Hit the space bar on Take that. Take us out of here. Well, my guy. What up, my guy? I don't know if you're going to be able to do this. Where's Shirley? Shirley! Or Chandler, can you go do it? I see her. Uh, yeah, Chandler, that'll work. <laughs> yelling Shirley's name. Mac Jones or Chandler. <laughs> Take Let's, us to uh, break. Take a break. We'll come back. Hour three. We'll see if we can hook up with Morgan Aylers. And uh, also, Wager McGee. Big hour three on tap for Pirate Radio Live here on a football Friday. Also, we will be giving away some burr. So that's exciting. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. When my life keeps tumbling down And I know you're gonna leave me How You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Chandler, why are you Googling Macho Man? I was, it was somebody on my computer. I just, like, I happened to look, and it was sitting on my computer the it whole time. Mean, it won't, Joey. I just looked up, and I was like, that's <coughs> Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Shirley, can you see if we can get Morgan on the phone? Can you try him? I hadn't talked to him today, so don't know if he's available or not, but we'll find out here shortly. High school huddle coming up at 6 o'clock. That is right, and uh, hopefully we can get some football in. We have had some nice Fridays, at least uh, as far as precipitation goes, but the skies are a little dark at the moment as they get ready for Freeboot Friday. Makes it a little cooler, so we'll take that. Uh, but it looks like uh, it could be a little rain, but come on out to Freeboot Friday. Rain ain't never hurt nobody. All right. All right. Well, I think we got Morgan Aylers coming up to talk a little high school, a little uh, college and NFL on this football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. And boy, my stalling is going to keep on continuing because Morgan and Shirley are having a little chat over there. But that's fine because I can talk for days. I can just sit here and talk about nonsense. Talk, talk, talk. talk. I mean, that's all I do. I feel like is just talk about this, talk about that, talk about the other thing. How about the weather out there? And if you want to talk about something, you just let me know. You can hit me. I just got a Morgan. All right. Morgan Aylers joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Hey, Morgan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, was that you that Googled something on Chandler's computer? Google? <laughs> Google? <laughs> What's up, Mach? What's going on, guys and ladies? Ready for a uh, a home game? Ready to hear first down Pirates? Ready for an ARG every now and then? You uh, fired up, ready to go for the home opener, Morgan? Yeah, it's going to be fun. You know, uh, you know, watching the weather here, and I was driving up. I've got a, uh, an event out here at Brook Valley in just a little while, and we're like, okay, we'd be kicking off right about now, and there's lightning all around. I'm like, I hope this is not tomorrow. And it won't be. we got to be positive pirate vibes, right? That is positive correct. Pirate vibes. 
And on that positivity note, Morgan, what positives did you take away from ECU's loss to Michigan last week? I, I think Michigan is very good. Uh, I thought East Carolina, like we talked about, got out there and then you know experienced the the environment and experienced a, a top one, two, three, four, five team. But I, I thought they played pretty well. I thought defensive line, the front seven, really played well. Uh, I thought our offense did you know did fine. I thought there were some missed opportunities. But again, you've got a lot of guys playing that have been here for a while, but really getting their first taste of full time action and. Uh, it showed a little bit, and I think we'll get better each and every game, and I'm excited about tomorrow. Uh, Morgan, I know it was weird for a lot of Pirate fans on Saturday to not see Holton Naylor's as the quarterback for the Pirates. How weird was it for you as his father to not see the uh, uh, QB1 for about four or five years as the quarterback for East Carolina? Uh, it was a little bit different, but at the same time, you know, I've been – going to football games since I got up here in 86. So there's been a lot of quarterbacks that have come through and uh, a lot of players. And, um, you know, it was it was different. It'll be different tomorrow. But at the same time, you know, you go out there, you have a job to do, you do the job, enjoy the, you know, pirate football because I'm a pirate fan, been a pirate fan for many years and going to continue to be a pirate fan. So, you know, you say some people might have uh, missed seeing him out there, but, you know, there's still people that are glad he's gone. So God bless you. <laughs> Morgan Ayler's joining us uh, on the topic. How's uh, Holton handling the roller coaster of the the life of the NFL? Morgan, with on the roster waived practice squad waived back on the practice squad. Uh, it has been uh, an up and down couple of weeks here, uh, but as of right now, uh, on that practice squad, right? He is. Uh, you know, he, he practiced Thursday. They were planning to be off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, anyway. Um, and uh, they called him in right after practice Thursday, told him they were going to waive him, but not to go anywhere because uh, they were planning on bringing him back toward the first of the week. They had a lot of roster moves they had to make, and uh, true to their word, Monday morning he got the call. Was it practice Monday? Never missed a practice. Never missed a film session, you know, and uh, they, they told him they expect him to be on the team the rest of the year, so not that it wouldn't happen again, but if they did, they'd take care of him, and um, you know, that was their plan. So Good deal. And uh, Morgan will be rooting on the Seahawks when they take on the Rams coming up on a Sunday. Back to the East Carolina quarterbacks, Morgan. Looks like we're going to see both unless, you know, Mason Garcia starts and scores and scores again and takes over uh, the reins as a starting quarterback. Donnie Kirkpatrick said, hey, if, if one guy – uh, takes over out there and leads us to scoring drives. We're not going to take out the hot hand. So uh, potential to see two tomorrow, potential for Mason to go ahead and win this job. Uh, we'll see what happens when the offense takes the field. Yeah, I think that you've got uh, two guys that are capable. We've said it now all preseason. that can go out there and win football games for you. Uh, I, I think you'll see both of them tomorrow in certain situations. And I think if one really develops that hot hand, especially in, I think in the second half, you'll probably see him go most of the way. Um, but at the same time, I don't think you're going to see them name, come out and name, okay, he's our starter, unless he, somebody lights it up for 10 touchdowns or something like this and really just blows it out because neither of them have been able to secure it now in uh, preseason camp and week one of the season. But again, last week I think you throw that game away. I don't think very many people expected East Carolina to win that game. I thought a lot of people were very surprised at how hard East Carolina fought. And I think this Marshall game tomorrow, you know, people are talking, well, Marshall barely beat Albany last week. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those deals that, uh, you know, 
Marshall's better than they showed last week. East Carolina's better than they showed last week. I think tomorrow's going to be a dogfight. And boy, these uh, teams have played some absolute classics uh, over the years. So looking forward to another one coming up on uh, Saturday. We will be with you at noon on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show, taking your calls into the night as we watch Texas-Alabama and some other games going on. Good slate of college football. How about the high school slate tonight? Morgan got kicked off last night with Farmville Central absolutely uh, dominating 50 to nothing at halftime. They called it there. So a great start to the season for Farmville Central. Uh, what other area teams trying to, uh, to, to do that tonight to to win some ball games. What games are you looking for? Four to. Well, you've got some big games. J.H. Rose is on the road at Hoggard. Uh, you've got uh, Washington. They're going to be playing Kinston tonight. Uh, Kinston coming off a big win last week against Aiden Griffin. Aiden Griffin 2-1. and one. Uh, They're going to be taking on Pamlico County, who uh, was routed last week by Farmville Central. And then, uh, you know, South Central, they're, they're, you know, trying to get back into the win column after falling to North Pitt last week. And uh, they're going to be playing, uh, I believe, Currituck County, who uh, ironically plays uh, most of their games against Virginia schools and a few of the northeastern North Carolina schools. They played Deep Creek, Virginia last week. Uh, they're coming in one and one. So hopefully these uh, little thunder showers coming up won't affect the kickoff times. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's some really good football games. you got the Conley game of the week coming up. And, uh, you know, Coach Nate Connor is excited about that matchup. And uh, it's going to be fun. Got a good slate tonight, and uh, conference play begins in, in uh, kind of full effect next week with a lot of different teams. So it's believe it hard to believe we're almost halfway through the uh, high school football season. Morgan Aylers will be on the high school huddle coming up at six o'clock, yeah, taking you up to that D.H. Conley kickoff. So fun night of high school football on the way here on Pirate Radio. Uh, Morgan, we we picked games earlier and and Panthers-Falcons kind of up in the air. The the Panthers just didn't give their fans a lot to to get too excited about this preseason and maybe they come out and and, and show off what they got Sunday and and Bryce Young looks great. We'll see. But uh, what's your take on Carolina and uh, entering week one against the Falcons? I really don't know what to tell you about Carolina. You know, with Frank Wright coming in as the head coach and bringing in Bryce Young as the, the number one draft pick and coming from Alabama, and they basically anointed him the starting quarterback, as they did with several of the uh, first-round picks throughout the league yeah, this year. Yeah, a lot of horses. You know, he's, played, he's played more football games than the other guys have, but it's still, you know, it's a different level of football. It's a, you know, I think it really depends on the play of the offensive line for the Panthers, and that hasn't been good the last few years. And I think that's been one of their big downfalls from a quarterback play standpoint is that their line has haven't given them a lot of time. Preseason didn't look very good either. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see. And, uh, you know, the Falcons, you don't know what you've got with them. Desmond Ritter is going to be the starting quarterback down there, former Cincinnati quarterback. But uh, how good is he going to be? You know, he he had a really up-and-down first year when they put him in at quarterback, taking over from Marcus Mariota last year. And, um, you know, it's it's just, again, one of those games that it's an important game because it's a, you know, it's a conference game for them in their in their, in their division. They're not conference, but division game. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how either one of those teams are going to be. It could be a good game. It could be ugly. 
Yeah, that uh, that's a, fans lately are used to ugly football. That is true, and that is uh, a weird division. Uh, who's going to come out on top? Will it be the Saints? Will it be one of those Falcons, Panthers? Uh, nobody really thinks it'll be the Bucks uh, this year with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. All right, Morgan. Well, we got a uh, huge football weekend on tap. We will see you Saturday at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, and we'll be hearing from you coming up in just a little bit on the high school huddle. Thanks a lot, guys. You have a great weekend. Go Pirates. See you, Morgan. There is Morgan Aylers joining us. Where it is a first down. Pirates are. Jamie asking, why would you not give Flynn the opportunity to start this weekend? There we go again. All right. All right. Because they like garcia more they want him to take the job i don't know jamie i don't know why, why do why you, you think why are you asking me why do you think why don't you answer your own question i'm gonna ask you the question why is flynn not gonna start this weekend jamie you answer jamie. you answer it have they announced the starter yet mm, kind of but no but sort of kind of no it's gonna be garcia that's clear as mud thank you guys <laughs> first hey first offense to play tomorrow flynn and garcia will be there at the same time but I have a question, Danny. Just standing right behind each other. Why would you not give Flynn the opportunity to start this weekend, Danny? I, th- I, I have been on the Flynn train. I think ever since last week. I feel like. So why aren't they starting him? Because they make the money to make the decisions, and we don't. There you go. All right, good answer. I, we, you can disagree with him. I just, you, I mean, obviously, you're do we not disagree? I don't know, dude. Jamie wanted to ask Morgan. We'll tweet Morgan. The issue is this is going to be another tryout game, and they're going to play both of them. And they, who knows? They might play both of them all year. Which not quite if, interesting. Not if they go down and score and score and score in the first quarter. Donnie says he'll leave in the hot hand. Did, so, he, did he say that? I He said it to my face. Is that face. right? I also saw on the Twitter. You should or, listen to Pirate Radio. The X that he... I mean, this might have been a couple of days ago before practice that you went to, but that he was willing to play both. That he's not afraid to do like, yeah. the whole two QB system. But he's also said we'll have it figured out by the time conference play rolls around. I don't believe. So it. Like, I don't believe him. I don't believe him for a second. Juggling here. I don't know. All right, let's take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Wager McGee joins us when we return after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town. Sandwich, Along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. 
Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live here on a football free beer Friday. At the end of this segment, we're giving away a case of Bud Light. So get your dialing finger ready. 317-1250. We'll do that at the end of this segment with Wager McGee. Jamie asking, Clip, rank these topics in order of dislike. Conference realignment. There's got to be a Mac Jones versus in there. Dowdy Ficklin bottled water issue. Or who should start? Flynn Garcia. In order of dislike, it would be realignment one, um, bottle water two, Flynn Garcia three. I don't, I don't hate the Flynn Garcia discussion. And Jamie, this is why I like you. You understand. You get it. You get it. And I appreciate you getting it. You got a sense of humor, but you also like talking issues. You like sports talk radio. You want us to talk about things. I feel like we've talked about Flynn Garcia enough at this point. And we, guess what? If we haven't, we'll be talking about it for eight hours tomorrow. So if you like that topic, you are in luck. Tune in to Pirate Radio. I feel like the ABC order is the exact order that you would put it in, though. Yep. I just, yep. It's almost like he just said that. Almost like I just said. I know. I was just trying to add to the conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> We love you, Chad. I'm sorry. Don't get. I'm sorry. It's all right, bud. I, I, I kind of want to learn about some betting and uh, see what I need to either tell or fade. Well, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to Wager McGee here on a Friday. Wager, how you doing, man? Good, Cliff. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, somehow survived uh, week one uh, by the skin of my teeth, and I've got. I, I, we got to address a few things as we uh, enter week two here. Um. First of all, week zero, kind of rough, but that's, you know, not a lot of games, whatever. Uh, Thursday night, week one, I'm ready to tell you right into the face of the sun. You could have told me the sky was purple, and I would have said, yep, wager's right, because I will tell this man wherever he goes. And then the rest of the weekend uh, was rough for me. I don't know how you did overall, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a pass on TCU Colorado because everybody was shocked by Colorado. Um, and I, I want to talk about a couple of things and then how we move forward on these things. And let's start with Colorado. So you had TCU minus the points last week, and you gave your reasons why. Colorado wins the game outright. Now the question is, what do we do with Colorado? Because this Nebraska line, why is it so low? Well, I, I, I think the... I mean, before the season, I, I can't remember what the number was, but I think Nebraska was favored in that. So it's, you know, and they, several places were going to open up as a pick or Nebraska minus one and then open up at three and a half. And I think even Circa opened at five for Colorado. And you can see by the numbers now, it got absolutely hammered by. Um, so, so the numbers already been adjusted, and this is the adjustment, what we're seeing now. Yeah, I think it's. I think I saw it at two or two and a half, or it, this morning. But it's going to be a you know, as they like to say, Joe's versus pros game. I think everybody uh, yeah. thinks still that Colorado is not very good. That I mean, you know, not four or two. Uh, you know, two interceptions right at the goal line for TCU. They win that game. They still don't cover, but they win the game. And Colorado's not ranked, and people aren't as crazy as what they are. We saw them look amazing, though. You can't like downplay what Colorado did. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, their offense is really good, but their defense is is really bad. 
Yeah, and that's going to hurt them against USC and Oregon. Does it hurt them against Nebraska? I don't know. That's the thing that, you know, we had Nebraska on Thursday night. You know, I thought that was a, a bad line. I didn't see why it was such a big deal, you know, a, a, as big of a line as it was, seven and a half. Um, Nebraska is not going to score a lot of points, I don't think, early on. I mean, new head coach, new quarterback, new systems, they're going to struggle. Whereas, in some ways, you can say Deion's just kind of rolling the ball out, right? And they've got probably more athletes on the offensive side. So, it is going to be an you know it's an offense versus defense thing here. If Colorado can score even as little as twenty four twenty eight, I think they could they could possibly cover this game. I don't know what to do with it because I think they're yeah. They're so I, right, I don't see it in your notes. You're not you're not messing with this one. I don't have it. I mean, okay, it, so all right, three, we can move on. And a half. I might have I might have rolled the dice on Nebraska. I think it's just going to be it's going to be tough. And I th- you know it's, I think hopefully. I, you know, because I'm probably going to leave this one alone. I'm probably going to okay. leave this one alone next week against Colorado State. So, but anyway. All right, yeah. And another one I don't see on your notes, but I, I and I didn't take it last week. I just couldn't stomach taking Iowa, and they're 25-point favorites and win, and they score 24 points. Having said that, I think I'm going to take Iowa against Iowa State this weekend. See, I, I, we talked about that. We talked about Iowa and Wisconsin and kind of, you know, do we believe that and kind of thought that, yes, it would. Iowa started out strong, scored two touchdowns. I didn't believe, by the way. I want people to know. Well, <laughs> I did at that point, And then Cade kind of tweaked his hamstring. And then almost the same thing as Wisconsin. They went into their shell right away. Um, you know, and I was, I would let Utah State hang, along, uh, hang around when it was 14 to nothing after two drives. I would lean. Believe me, Iowa State looked just as bad, right? They they looked really pretty pitiful against Northern uh, Northern Iowa. Um, I, you know, under thirty six, as ugly as it is. Um, <laughs> Wait, no, no, no! Just last week, you're talking about Iowa opening up scoring points. Now you're going to go under thirty six. But they they showed me that they're not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, and I think, uh, all right. you know, I, I think the. I think the quarterback is – I think his hamstrings bother him a little bit. He limped around a good part of that second half. So, I'd say this, that I would lean either way. If you had to make me pick it, I'd pick Iowa State. I'd right. be under just because the dog is 3-0 and against the spread and 2-1 and one straight up. And then, you know, it's 10-7 to seven was the score last year. That was the punter game. So, it's it's going to be ugly. I'd, I'd assume not watch it look at something else yeah i like uh this is gonna be my ignore what you saw week one i love going like either a bounce back or a team that looked really good and i guess taking nebraska over colorado would fit in this category uh but real quick a couple uh oklahoma had a party last weekend uh the line keeps dropping i wish i got it earlier in the week but smu plus the points against oklahoma and then baylor losing to texas state last week that line's low, but I, I still see myself probably taking them plus seven and a half against Utah, just because uh, they were bad last week. I love I love a bounce back wager. I love a, uh, a people overreacting on one side take the other side type of thing. Well, I think for that, then everybody is looking at. I would I would I would agree on that. Then that you're going to look at uh, Baylor. Although my concern there is, just, you know, Texas State knocked the the starting quarterback for Baylor got knocked out of the game, and he was he actually had a really good game. So now you're going with the backup quarterback uh, who didn't play great in that game against Texas State. Um, 
that would be the concern there. And they didn't run the ball very well. So, and you're going to have to be able to do that if you've got a backup quarterback and not put all the pressure on him. And I think a lot of people are looking at Texas Tech for that bounce back as well. I don't necessarily trust them. I know the whole thing, Texas Tech starting quarterback was at Oregon and, you know, they were ahead. They were ahead 17 nothing. They couldn't finish the deal. They couldn't run. They couldn't stop the run. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Oregon. I know it's a tough place to play. My favorite ugly bounce back this week is Boise plus three and a half. Mm. I love it. I think they win straight up. You know, they've only been a dog one time um, in the last 10 years. A home dog. Sorry, not just dog. Home dog. And they won that game straight up. And they're four and two against the spread as a dog, and that's over the last six years as a dog. Uh, the Boise head coaches, and over the last six years, Boise as a as a dog any place road mainly is nine and two against the spread. It's a long bad trip for UCF. I didn't think Boise's offense played that great. They could stop Penix, and there's going to be a lot of teams that can't do that. They had a, over 400 yards, and they were really really balanced. And for as much as UCF, which we had on Thursday, covered and had 700 yards of offense. And thank you for that easy winner. That was a rocking chair easy winner. Yeah, I would I would follow Kent State to Arkansas this week uh, if you want to continue that because they they won't be able to stop that bigger, physical, more physical Arkansas run game. Um, but I thought Plumlee struggled a little bit. He had two fumble, he had two interceptions. He had a fumble. It's weird to say that. And they don't throw the ball deep. Really, I love the over in that game because I think both defenses have some questions. I think both teams will be able to move it. I mean, to be only a home dog one time in 10 years, you know, I think people are underestimating that. And this is completely what people saw last week. You know, UCF in a standalone game on Thursday against Kent and then Boise going to a top 10 to 7 to 5 nationally ranked team with maybe the Heisman Trophy winner quarterback. You gotta you gotta factor that in there a little bit. So I'm I'm on that side. I'm staying away from Texas Tech. I don't believe them, and the Baylor quarterback situation concerns me. Although I think that one could be an ugly under because I don't really think that uh, I don't think Rising is is playing. So you're gonna have the quarterback issues that Utah had going into Florida, and why that line was dropping so much. All right, um, let's let's speed it up a little bit. What are you doing with East Carolina Marshall? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, Are you doing anything? If you're not doing anything, we can move along. I got the under right away. I think it's just two inexperienced teams that really don't know what they are. And Marshall Coast talking about they're just going to base football. It seems like a very conservative game plan on both places, um, opposite of what happened last year with a high-scoring game. So I know Sharps are on, on the Marshall side. His revenge and the line difference being huge because they were a 10-point favorite last year. I, I kind of look at that more as a 21-17 sort of thing, so I was on the under 45. Under. All right, some defense going on at Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium on Saturday. Uh, in the big one, you have, like, Texas over Alabama all off season. so uh, to be sure, you're going Texas plus the points. And are you going Texas money line wager? I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on money line, so yes, sir. All right. Um, brief, why Why Texas? Why do they win this game? Alabama's banged up in the secondary. Two of their starters uh, uh, got injured a little bit. Um, you know, And they've had, they have issues on that side already going into the season. They always have. That's where they get beat is the team that can throw the ball against them. Um, and Texas last year, for all the issues they had and quarterback getting injured, 
you know, they were able to throw the ball against Alabama last year. They were 23 of 34 for 292 yards. They've got that confidence. They really should have won the game last year, and that was with Gibbs and Bryce Young and, and a much better defense there. So, and Alabama was 21-point favorite, and it was 20 to 19. Early in the year, again, three new coordinators for Alabama, too, and the, the Texas staff being together longer than that. Um, they, I mean, they, nothing last week, that's all that concerned me at all about it. And I just think Alabama is going to have some issues, you know, moving the ball. And right. I think viewers will be able to throw against them. Uh, looking forward to it. It's uh, going to be a spectacle coming up on Saturday night. More with Wager McGee in just a moment. We'll take a timeout. As we do, we will make you a winner here on a free Beer Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll go caller 12. You win a case of give it beer. Away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild Pirate Radio Cannabis Awesome. We'll go caller 12, 317-1250, case of Bud Light. Great way to get your football weekend started we'll give that away we'll give away hopefully some more winners when we return and have more for you hour three of pirate radio live back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team same great local service just a new name for plumbing electrical and hvac services go to call newblue.com that's call blue.com new blue service group where we are redefining service excellence now let's head back in to prl here's clip back with you pirate radio live kenny curlin's asking what's on the pirate radio tailgate menu for tomorrow i believe i know what we're having here and i think it's the same there warren's hot dogs warren's hot dogs Apple pie, turnover, apple turnover, Sorry. apple turnover, peach turnover, pizza, hot dogs, pizza, Warren's hot dogs, I believe, is that answer. Kenny Curlings, Eric says he won the booze. Is that true, Shirley? Uh, yes, Eric Mazel, congratulations. Way won to the go, big, Eric. Uh, Bud Light. He said party at my place. He's going to share with us. That's nice. Why are you not at free food, Eric? Wow. Just ask him. Wow, Chandler's on. A, what's Chandler's wrong with on you? One right now. Are you? Uh, that was very mean. That was very. <laughs> I also. Well, he. Well, he also just. I, I'm think, not, I think I'm just mad because he's not going to be at Freeboot. I would like to share a beer with him. He also. He just, was. He was staring me down like while I was in the back of the pirate radio truck yesterday. He said, "Oh he yeah, that's UBE. right." Yeah. Chandler also just. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Me in the in the doorway over here because. I'm just, well, dang, I, I'm not mad. I mean. I'm just disappointed. I watched it back on the YouTube, and you giving the thumbs up is actually going to be a really good meme now that I think about it. So, honestly, kind of glad I did it. <laughs> it's all about the content. That's all it is. Austin says, Danny Bill is one good-looking fellow. Thank you. All yeah. Right. That's nice. It's actually, no. I second that. That's nice to hear. Like, here, Here's the thing. Here, 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 here's a guy. Here's a guy. Bottom line me. <laughs> Bottom line is, I've gotten so many compliments on this mustache, I don't think I can get rid of it. The, yeah. the, the nickname's there. The compliments are there. 
It's become you. Like, it is me. Yeah. And if I pitch like crap because of it, I yeah. don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Your mustache is him. He is him. <laughs> My mustache is a guy dude. So maybe you uh, don't. Your mustache. So if you pitch terrible, maybe you don't shave it off. Maybe you dye it. Change it. Change the color. I would actually like. I was like, so confused. I thought she was going to say dye, and then I thought diet. Like dye. Like if you lose pitch, some weight. If you pitch bad, maybe you should just die. <laughs> <laughs> but she no, said that's not what I meant. dye it, color dye, it, color and it. Shirley, color I love that idea. Your mustache is Travis Hunter. I did. It is him. I did get a red glove, so maybe I dye it red and just pitch with the red glove. Surely. Ooh, yeah, yeah. What yeah, color yeah. would Joey suggest that we paint it? Oh, uh, what, what would be his Pineapoleta. Puedes pintar este violeta. That's right. I love it. We got more Wager McGee. Let's get to it. Previewing the college football and NFL this weekend. Let's hear part two with Wager. All right. Uh, went with USA last Saturday. That did not go well. Tulane. Michael Pratt looked fantastic, but they have a big one this week against Ole Miss. Uh, high total. Ole Miss favored by about a touchdown. I think I'm going to keep fading Tulane until I'm right, and it looks like you're going to be on Ole Miss here. Yeah, I, I love Ole Miss in this one. I, same thing as Alabama. Tulane's got three new coordinators. I, they were. They were much much more impressive against South Alabama because that's a good team, I thought. But, um, you know, Jack, the quarterback for Ole Miss, Dart, did nothing but impressive. And then, you know, Spencer Sanders actually played some. And it was 8 of 14 for two touchdowns as well. Uh, the, the transfer from UTSA, the wide receiver Franklin didn't play, but the LaTeX receiver did, and he had six catches and four touchdowns. So they're just a really good balanced offense. And I just don't think the two – I know the two lane hung with USC in the bowl game, but, you know, that was – in that game, you know, they gave up 600 yards and 462 of that was passing. So I think Ole Miss will be able to score here. I just don't think Tulane can keep up with them, but – if you do, then yeah, take the over because I think Tulane can or uh, Old Mess can get there in the 40s. They've got a history of that on the road of uh, 42 against uh, Georgia Tech last year, and then 43 on the road against Louisville. So in their first road game in a in a non conference game. Well, you're somebody hacked your email because you've got under Iowa, under ECU Marshall. And here you're talking about the best under team in the country, San Diego State, another under. Look at this uh, grown, mature Wager McGee taking unders here. You know, we, we try to appreciate both sides. We don't just always look for the, the one or bad and one or two bad teams. I think it's, you know, we, we joke about Iowa and, and for, for good reason. I think, I, you know, San Diego State is the Iowa of California. So just keep an eye on them. They're, they're awful scoring. You know, their defense is really good. Their offense is awful. And then Chip Kelly is. Basically, he's a run first. That was clear in that game against Coastal last week. And, you know, he was the one complaining of all the coaches that the games just go so fast and oh, yeah. the clock just runs and runs. But, you know, to his advantage, he's going to be able to do that and get away. You know, I, I think it could be another game almost like, you know, was last week with them where they were in the mid-30s. And the game's at 48. I think it's just slow to adjust to UCLA and Pac-12. And the fact that they're just not going to be high scoring, you know, wide open like the other Pac-12 teams. All right. Um, some other games wagers looking at. UConn plus three against Georgia State. I don't think we mentioned uh, Washington State plus six and a half against Wisconsin. Uh, Southern Miss plus 31 at Florida State. I was looking at this one just after Florida State's big win. Is there any kind of letdown? That is a lot of points. And I don't. 
I, 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 when I think Southern Miss, I think of the 90s and 2000s when they played tough defense and, and had some pretty good teams. I, I don't know what they are now, Wade. What did you make of Florida State, though, their uh, win over LSU and and uh, just moving forward, how good are the Seminoles? I, I liked them heading into the season. Thought they were that they could win the ACC. I mean, the game at Clemson is key, and it still is in a couple of weeks. And now, you know, that may be the focus, uh, even with Clemson losing. Still, you know, they play on the twenty third, so it's two weeks away. But I think they're the they're the best, most talented team, you know, top to bottom in the ACC. Uh, but this is good Southern Miss team. They went to Tulane in the second week last year as a twelve point dog and won that game straight up. Um, you know, second year of a head coach, and they're on an eleven and three uh, against the spread run. They were ten and three against the spread last year, and they covered last week. Pretty easy, casual game. They've got a Clemson transfer quarterback. He threw for almost three hundred yards last week. And they rushed for one hundred forty-five. I mean, I know it's FCS, but again, there were a lot of teams that don't do that in week one. That don't come out ready to play in week one. They're struggling early. Um, it, it'll be tough for them to score, but. I'm kind of going with a little bit of the FSU letdown, and it's a and it's a short week for them. And they open up uh, ACC play next week at the weirdest place, probably one of the two weirdest places. They got to go to Boston College, so it's a weird little trip for them next week. Uh, looking ahead, all right, Troy plus sixteen and a half. Uh, looking at the oh, over, I like the over. The okay, over. So I was. Mm-hmm. Over Troy and K State, New Mexico State plus eleven over Liberty, uh, fifty three and a half. In that one. Uh, Jacksonville State plus 13 against Coastal. Um, and Memphis minus 21. Yeah, I think you mentioned that, Arkansas State. Uh, Air Force minus 14. Who's that, Sam Houston State they're playing? Total of that game is yep. 37. Uh, man, a lot of low totals here in college football. And Michigan did not cover against East Carolina, uh, but you think they take that out on UNLV. Uh, we got to move on. We got to. I want to hit a little NFL with you, Wager. So let's do that real quick. Okay. What's your, uh, your? I mean, NFL, everything is so tight. You look at these numbers and you're like, why is this not more? But that's just the way the NFL is. So what? Uh, what's your favorite NFL number this week? There's a few. I think Tennessee plus three at New Orleans has got to be one of them. That's weird. It, yeah. I don't know how – you know, Jacksonville becoming good and maybe the rookie quarterbacks in that division that people have just forgotten Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we hadn't seen Ryan Tannehill in like three years. Like, did he play preseason? Like, I don't even know if he's alive. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he did just because they got those, you know, sort of rookie quarterbacks, yeah. second year quarterback and rookie quarterback. But, you know, Hopkins is there. I know they're a little bit banged up uh, on some of the other spots, but New Orleans is old. They're without Alvin Kamara, right? They get a new quarterback. Michael Thomas is, who knows what he's going to do? I just that seems like it'd be a really ugly, low-scoring game. Uh, three and that key is you know is big. Um, you know the I like Atlanta. I know it's, most people look at division rivals and division dogs, but the stat I think what is it, number one drafted rookie quarterbacks are it was like zero and eleven against the spread in, in game number one. So the last winner outright was David Carr all those years ago for the Texans. Yeah, that's a. That, I mean, I'm starting to like the Falcons too. I've liked the Panthers all the off season, and just the more I I hear and look at it, the more I'm thinking of taking Atlanta on Sunday. Yeah, I don't. It's you know, it's week one, right? So you're you got to go ugly. I see a lot of people. Their best bet is you know, Indianapolis, just because of the series. 
with them, the Jags, and the Jags being way overvalued. Same thing with New England at home against Philly. If you can get behind the Rams, that's an ugly game to get behind. But, again, same thing. It's a division dog. And then, why? Well, I, I mean, Seattle. I mean, Geno Smith can be as good as what he was last year. Um, I really like Pitt. It's Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm kind of on the Steelers bandwagon this year. Um, I don't. I mean, San Francisco just getting, you know, stars playing, guys injured, hurt. Uh, whatever. I, I just think that there's going to be, you know, a whole lot of improvement in the offense there the second year with Pickett. Um, so I, I like Pitt getting two and a half at home. Um, and I don't know why, again, no need for people to jump on the Chicago bandwagon like they are Detroit. It's Green Bay. I mean, you got to trust Jordan Love on the road, but you know, I, I will probably be on Green Bay there uh, in the contest. Just uh, to win the game at Chicago. All right, you got uh, got some home dogs uh, this week to look at. You've got a lot of division games, which are usually closer than not. Even Cowboys Giants three and a half. Just that half makes me want to take New York and say that's a field goal game. But I don't know. NFL is impossible. I think it's down to three. And thing I said, Dak lost both games to them as a rookie, but since then he's he's nine and one straight up, eight and two against the spread. I think Daniel Jones is awful against Dallas too. Yeah, so I, I I do lean Dallas. It's one of the I don't have a lot of favorites. I got I mean weird. I got Atlanta, which is you never really want to support Atlanta as a favorite. I know that um, Dallas on the road is the division, and then back in the only double digit favorite of the bunch is Baltimore. Again, going against a rookie quarterback, week one, Harbaugh has just been incredible in that. He's like five and one against spread the last six week ones with an average win. I think it's near seventeen points a game. Um, and I think it just, it's a continuation of preseason, right? There, everybody knows that they're a team that plays really hard in preseason. They play it like it's a regular season and they're more prepared in week one because of that, you know, historically than anybody else. But you're laying 10, but it's against a rookie quarterback. So, I'm, you know, I kind of like that one if I've got to. I don't have much of an opinion on Washington, but I do think Arizona is just going to tank all year long. So, it's you know you're that's probably the lowest line one of the lowest lines you're going to see i think i saw already next week um somebody's at arizona and they're laying six and a half so i don't think arizona will be anything less than a a dog uh, a touchdown dog all year long so if you think arizona's gonna be bad which i do i guess i'll be on washington uh does the nfl have like a breakthrough player of the year award or anything i know they have comeback player of the year but they need some award that Sam Howell can win this year when he just takes the league by storm. <laughs> yeah, well, he can win Offensive Player of the Year. They're not going to give it to it. They, that's too much. He needs some kind of like, hey, this guy's kind of better than we thought award. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the the we've already seen it heading into the season. But I mean, the, the Lions are oh, man. kind of the Colorado, the, the Buffaloes of, of Colorado Buffaloes, right? The well, <laughs> they played well last year. I mean, they, they the, the Colorado still could be a one-game wonder. The lines aren't that. I'm just talking about for the beginning of the year, though. That's, and that's what happens with that, and that's how you can get good value coming off of it. So, yeah. I mean, they were they – were, they were, The lines might be here to stay, though, is my point. I, you, I guess you disagree. No, no, I don't disagree because, I mean, the division, who, I mean, you got questions right. with Green Bay. I think Chicago is not going to be there. Um, and then the Vikings, I mean, it's still the Vikings. So um, I think there's questions there. I, I, I Again, you yeah, trust that they're going to go from a team that has historically been losers to jumping up. But 
you know, in the NFL, that's what the NFL is based off of. Yeah. You know, the Jags and teams like that, kind of Buffalo, went through a period where they didn't win. Jets now may be the same way this year. Um, You know, if they win on Monday night, it's going to be all Jets and Lions and, you know, everybody else. But so I think those are going to be some good value of teams that are flying under the radar a little bit that aren't at least being covered, you know, by the media all the time. In the college side, I put in notes. I think Texas State is that the same thing Dion is doing at Colorado, putting in that high, you know, high scoring spread offense that he had uh, at, you know, at FCS level. Um, the head coach of Texas State did that incarnate word, and they were averaging you know, over 50 points and 600 yards of offense. Um, and then they went to Baylor last week and won, you know, as a 27-point dog. So I'm kind of curious about that because Sun Belt, just like James Madison did last year, you can come out of nowhere. I mean, can they win the Sun Belt? I don't know, but I'm kind of interested if they go to, to Texas San Antonio and win this week too. Um, I, you know, they'll they'll will not be as uh, undervalued. They've been the first two weeks for sure. Well, all right, we're out of time. Wager, good chat as always. I'm ready for the weekend. I hope you have a great weekend, and uh, and I'll check in with you. All right, thanks. Wager McGee joining us on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take our final break, come back and wrap it up. Tyler says, is Sheldon going to come back and beat Djokovic? Uh, I'm watching it here in the studio. First I've seen of this American Shelton, uh, but he is about to lose, I believe, in the next couple of seconds. We'll take a timeout, come back, and there it is. We'll wrap up Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Taking a quick look at your stock market report, the Dow was up 75 points at 34,576. The NASDAQ was up 12 at 13,761. And the S&P was up 6 at 4,457. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900. Wells Fargo Advisors uh, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to the show. All right, Shirley Rhodes, DB, Chan Man, and all the crew that was here today, Joey, Tony, Wager, Morgan. Mm -hmm. Did I hit everybody? Uh, Nikki. Nikki's in the house. Yeah, thank you, Nikki. Uh, we will be with you coming up noon on Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. So spend your Saturday with us as we get you ready and recap East Carolina football. We'll see you Monday at 3 on Pirate Radio Live. The High School Huddle with Morgan Aylers coming up next right here on Pirate Radio. For the crew here, I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us on. Go Pirate. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.